Yo, what's good, everybody? Hey. Episode 49 of the Spectators Podcast. Hey, hey, I'm hey. Packy, alongside Q the Bars, hey. Dags, Moti, Bark. Everybody here. We it's been a been a long, interesting weekend. That's for sure. But fun. Definitely. Uh, we had a little <clears throat> we had a little trip to Columbus. For those that don't know, I had a show there with Justin Stone. Hey. Um, he had a little hometown hometown show, a big hometown show, sold yeah, out. Sold out. Uh, word to Justin Stone, but we Bro's made the out. trip on Saturday through the blizzard. A.M. to P.M. And it was it was no joke. It's supposed to be about a four hour drive. It's no joke. No joke. Wow. Didn't we make that joke this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> but not for the people. Um, took us took us about seven. Yeah. A little, little more, maybe. Supposed to be four. Yep. Um, but we made it. Uh, word to the Green Mitten bus. Got us there. Danny yeah. made the whole drive the himself. Gods, the yeah, God. Holding it down. Shout um, out Jared for the, you know. Moti whipped the wife down there. How'd it go for you, Moti? Oh, well, you know, it, it was an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> A little icy. I don't think I've ever driven through something that bad. No. Nah. Like, ever. But dude, especially that long. I mean, you that long too. Ooh. Yeah, we had three. We had the bus, and then you drove, and then Glow and and her friend drove, and we all got down there. Long took us a long time, yeah. but yeah. no major issues. Yeah, I was right. definitely going real slow. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, like forty tops. Yeah, for real. Um, Ooh, show was was really fun. Obviously, there were it was sold out, but there were some people that didn't show up. Yep. Understandably so. Yo. Uh, there were people out there. They said they've been out since 11 a.m. Waiting in line. Yeah, when we pulled that's, up oh, that's in insane. the freezing rain, they're outside and like, we here. Yeah, that shit's Shout so cool. That shit's so cool, but it's also like, what are you doing? Yeah, that is cool, <laughs> but like, don't you have a ticket? Yeah, yeah but the, it's like they want to be in front. Yeah, yeah. I want to be in the front row. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> For real. Hell no. <laughs> Damn. Nobody, I don't like anybody that much. Well, what sucks too is like I, when we got there, what, one girl you. was like, "Yeah, I've been there since I've been here since 11. And then yeah. while we were loading in, she's like, "Can you, like, I need to go to the bathroom. Can you, Bob? Yeah, it's like, it's not under my. Like, this isn't even, a. It's not even my show. Right. B. It's up to the venue. Like, Damn. I wish I could help you out, but I, yeah, I, I can't help. I can't help you, but I feel for you. Like, damn, you've been out here forever That's in this man. shit, and they won't even let you piss. That's wrong. It's wild. Hey, it's business. Yeah, damn. Oh yeah. But um but no, really dope crowd. Uh shout out Justin Stone um for putting it all together. Uh we were talking earlier about how um the venue was cool as far as like I didn't talk to that many venue people and right. everything went smoothly. Sound yeah. guy was was good. Yep. Really, you know, quick, got it done and this and the sound was the same as how we checked it when we went to go perform. Yeah. Rare. Yeah, it for is. For real. It is rare. Real. I was super impressed with how he handled everything. Yeah. Yo, you know why I think it was so good? The drink prices were outrageous. Were they? Yes. Jesus. But the service was great. So I mean, Damn. I probably still owe you for a drink. Fuck no. You owe me shit. Probably do. <laughs> nah, you straight. Um, Because, yeah, I didn't even know drink prices were outrageous. Because yeah, like, you, you guys were buying them for me. I'm a fucking bum. It's like, nah, I got you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I see why you snuck that one in there just to do drink prices. <laughs> I don't want to tell them, but now we're on the air. I saw you were getting faded, Paggy. <laughs> <laughs> don't you remember those Off prices the drinks I was bringing you? <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Um, but, yeah, uh, everything everything went smoothly. Um, I want to I wanna shout out Kent. Um, With a team. He was like, 
he's like a tour manager type guy that Justin brought on to do that for this show and did his job well, man. Everything we asked yeah. for, like I'd asked for different things with the guest list. He made sure we were comfortable, knew what we were doing, knew what, everything. Um, I had to change the guest list multiple times for Apollo's <laughs> ass. And he was cool. He was like, he, he was just like <laughs> for his ass, <laughs> for his ass. Like he was the type of guy that I'd ask him something. I asked him some to put Apollo's name on the guest list. Then I asked him for a plus one for him. Then I asked him because Apollo forgot his ID. He texted me on his way and was like, Hey, can you change it to Mike plus one? Because I don't have my ID. And I was like, fuck, I got to ask this dude for the same shit for the third time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, bro. Do they need uh, credentials too? Like instead of just yeah whatever or not even responding, he's just yeah. like yeah. Do they need this as well? Mm-hmm. So it's nice when people do their job. Yeah, and oh, yeah. enjoy doing their job. Yeah, so I appreciate that shit. I want to give him a shout out. Um, and word to Justin, of course, mm-hmm. for putting it all together, selling that shit out quickly. Yeah. Um, the openers did a good job, from what I hear. The the I know a lot of spec fans that were there were um enjoyed some of the opening mm-hmm. acts and stuff like that. Um, and shout out the real spec fans that always show out. Um, Christian, Christian uh, Vic was there. Shad was there. Um, Brad was there. Mm-hmm. Shad and Brad. Shad, Brad. Shad and um, Brad. Big Tad. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of spec fam there, and that's always good to see. Um, sure. I mentioned Young Apollo. Mm, you did this guy. From what I understand, he had quite a night. <laughs> that's um, what I heard, and I figured. No better way to find out exactly what went down because, honestly, going into today, I had no idea what went down, really, because I haven't talked to him much about it. Um, and I figured what better way than on the podcast in front of everybody. So I'm going to give him a call. He's actually in the studio right now, but since it, we don't really have the setup in here to bring a fifth mic, um, we'll just call him. All right, well, we couldn't get a hold of Apollo because I guess it's too rowdy and B-dubs. <laughs> um <laughs> But basically, this dude, it was like 3.30. In the afternoon. In the afternoon. I go on stage at 8.30. And we left when? We left town at 10.30, and we were, we're still a ways away from getting to the venue. We ended, up, we ended up getting there at like 5.30 or 5 o'clock, something like that. Yeah. So Apollo at 3.30 is like, I don't know, bro, should I go? Like, blah, blah, blah. And I go, probably not. Like, I don't think you're going to make it in time. It's shitty out. Uh, you, you shouldn't go. Yeah. He says Speck Myers is telling him he ain't shit if he doesn't go. And blah, blah, blah decides he's going to come. So I get one last effort, one last, last ditch effort. I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think you should, bro. <laughs> he does it anyway. So his boy Mike goes with him. Long story short, they go in a ditch like twice. You got to pay like $170 the first time to get out. Yeah. They don't end up getting to town until about 1.30. In the morning. Passes out, heads back home at like 9.30. <laughs> Successful mission. Dumbass. So <laughs> as, as annoying of a drive as it was for us, mm-hmm. it was worse for other people. We didn't go in the ditch, that's yeah. for sure. No, The but, door was open. But we didn't go in the ditch. And Apollo wants everyone to know this was a level three storm. <laughs> <laughs> How many so, levels do you think there are? Just, <laughs> I bet there's five. <laughs> I bet there's five. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know what we were all dealing with. Um, but yeah, at least everyone's safe. Everyone's back in town. Um, and yeah, it's just a just kind of a crazy weekend weather wise, show wise. But 
It's all good. Yeah. Everyone's here. We here. Got done. Happy happy to be back doing the pod. What else big happened this weekend? Big uh big NFL playoff games. Playoffs. Yeah. Real good ones. Did the did the teams you want to win win? No. No, not not well, completely. The Rams, I wanted LA. I yeah. didn't care about the I didn't care as much about that game though. Yeah. But I mean you know, Patriots. You know, you got to expect they're going to win, no matter how shitty people say they are. When they scored, when the Chiefs scored with uh, like two minutes left, yeah. I knew it. You just knew it. Yeah, you just knew it. Too much time. It wasn't too even much. two minutes. It was, oh yeah, it was two, two minutes, minutes like three, three seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah, it was. You're right. Well, yeah. dude, the whole what was it? Fourteen nothing at halftime, and then it ended up being thirty-one, thirty-one at the yeah. end of regulation. Yeah. So they, I mean, they right. It was a dope game because they came back and everything. Yeah. Um, but I'm with you. I wanted. I didn't really care between the Saints and the Rams. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm annoyed at how it happened at the end. Yeah. I know we talked about it Which off, one? off camera. Saints, the Rams. Saints, Rams. That fucking pass interference, non-call, brutal, like insane. That's game. Yeah. And and we talked about, like I said, we talked off camera, but dude. We're normally not the guys that are like, oh, the fucking refs, man, because no. that's just part of the game. Right. I hate that. But in that moment, and with how egregious that call was, and if the call gets called correctly, which it should 99.9% of the time in, that, in, in something like that, that was egregious, yeah. mm-hmm. the Saints win. Yeah. Like, that was a wrap. Yep. Yeah. Literally the game. Oh, I'm, so I'm heartbroken for Saints fans, man. And I can't believe that cornerback was talking shit to people. Yeah. After that play. Like, sick play, bro. <laughs> you fucking ran over and fucked a guy that was not looking. Yeah. yeah. You, you tackled a guy while he was trying to catch the ball. And you yeah. almost helmeted the helmet with him. And whatever. I mean, it was just like, come yeah, on. He got lucky. Dude. Yeah, you literally just lucked out. But I mean, it, it, it's call. the equivalent of a guy banking in a three and then being like, "Fuck yeah, I'm the <laughs> right. shit." Like, yeah. no, a, a guy banks in a three and he's like, you know, Oops. shrug yeah. and move on. Like, yeah. I'll take, I'll take it. Yeah, but come on, realize it's lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's. I was like, oh man, that's a brutal no call. Yeah. And then I saw him talking shit, and then I was like, then it pisses right. you off. Yeah, yeah. But um. um it was it was a good game. Other than that, real good. Yeah, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs, Patriots. I wanted yeah. to get your guys' opinion on NFL overtime. <sighs> They're moving in the right direction. Yeah, it's better than it was a few years right. ago. Right, with the the field goal winning it. Now, you know, if you get the touchdown, it's over first. Yeah, and and that's the thing, bro. Is I, the reason I'm so against it. And yeah, I understand. In the, now that it happened, it's like easy to be like, "Oh, now, it, you know, now it's this big issue." But, yeah. dude, you shouldn't have in a in a in an athletic event if you can avoid it. You should not have something crucial come down to the flip, literally, literally a yeah. coin flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it does in this in this case because you look at like look at all four of the teams that were left in the playoffs, but especially this this Pats Chiefs game. You're talking about two really good teams, and they're mainly really good because they have really good offenses mm-hmm. and really good quarterbacks. Right. So when it gets to overtime, which every team can throw their quarterback out there first, mm-hmm. I don't know what the percentage is, but it's got to be a pretty damn high percentage chance of winning compared to the other team, all based off winning a coin flip. Right. And yeah. I don't like that shit. 
I agree to an extent, but um, what's the extent? The extent is that defenders get paid millions and millions and millions of dollars to <sighs> to play defense and stop these guys. And I know it's an offensive league. That's yeah. the way they've been trying to make it forever. Yeah, but um, it's an offensive overtime. Ooh, ooh, Boris, Boris, well, Boris Diaz. I don't have any bars left. <laughs> trade, but. That's what I'm on the couch for. Um, I don't know. I I agree with you to an extent. Like you said, I'm glad it's not the field goal anymore. Yeah, because that was ridiculous. Teams could throw one pass, kick yeah. a field goal on first down, whatever. Yeah, right. that was dumb. However. You have to put something into a defense at some point. You know, mm. if a different team was there and they have the number one defense in the league, like the Bears or something, and they get scored on, shouldn't be any, you know, it shouldn't make anyone feel any difference. Like, oh, shit, they only lost because it was Kansas City's shitty-ass defense. Well, that's part of your fucking team. And, that, but, and, and I agree with you, but that's my point, is that – I want the whole game of football to be represented in overtime. I don't want it to be like, oh, well, we t- we tied this team in regulation, and then we went into this extra period to decide it, and mm. the only aspect of my team that got to decide it was my shitty defense, yeah. and yeah. the only aspect of their team that decided it was their sweet offense. Right, right. And that was only decided based off a random-ass coin flip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, That's what I don't like about they it. They just need to take... The next step, which is just right. have the you other get team get a one shot. more shot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. That's it. Right. You get one shot. And yeah, I guess I'm with you Stand as far as like, a bitch about fucking. No, well, see, the other team's defense sucks. Well, we'll cross no. that bridge and get to it. No, see, that's what I hate about all these <laughs> fucking <laughs> arguments. Is like, well, then it's blah blah. It's the same shit with uh, like the the college football playoff. Like, it should be eight teams. Oh, well, if we make it eight, you'll bitch about. No, I won't. Mm. If you make it eight, I will be happy. And I'm not saying four isn't okay. I'm not saying it's like yeah. it's the end of the world. Same shit with the current NFL overtime. I'm not saying it's like just the end of the world. This shit is so fucking terrible. I'm just saying you could super easily make it better. Right. Yeah. And I then agree. why don't you? Like, it's not it's not that crazy to change this rule. I mean, other leagues do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, some of the best, like the most fluid leagues a lot of times are the are the best. Like the ones that are just so rigid and stuck in their fucking ways yeah. mm-hmm. tend to lose people. Right. Yeah. But yeah. whatever. Like like I said, it's not the end of the world. It's just like shouldn't I shouldn't have gone to overtime. Anyway. You think the Pats should have not let it or Yo, the Chiefs should have not offsides. let it? The Chiefs should not let it. With that offside. The guy was standing Dude. five yards over oh the offside line. <laughs> On the interception play. On that play. Yeah. You gotta be a real dumbass. Yeah, he's getting sorry. Hate I hate now. to say it, but there, there's nothing, there's no reason that I can come up with that you're just lined up offsides. Andy Reid doesn't have control of his teams. Oh, hell no! That's why he can't <laughs> get over the big one, <laughs> dude. But real, real talk. That's like, attention to detail by a player. Yeah, and I mean, think about this. From me to you, maybe a little bit farther. I have to look over. And make sure I'm not past this line. Yeah. And not only am I like barely not past that shit, I'm fucking so far over that line. Yeah, bro. Way over that line. Like I said, he he had to look back to see the ball. Yeah. Yeah. Is that not like, oh, shit. And you had time to fix it. And not blaming anybody else, but like, why isn't your teammate like, where the the fuck fuck are you at? (laughs) (laughs) 
But bro, like you, Jeez. I know you, I know what you mean. You said it kind of jokingly, but with like Andy Reid and and blah blah blah, like attention to detail, all that stuff. When you get down to, you're talking about good ass teams that are trying right. to go yeah. to the Super Bowl, right? And then I remember it was just last year, right? With the was it uh, Malcolm Butler, the Patriots cornerback yep. uh, mm-hmm. or whatever, yep. had played like every game, and then sits the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, oh, you know, Belichick's just. He's too much of a fucking stickler. Like he lost, he lost in the game by not playing him, and blah 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 blah. But bro, there's obviously something that works with mm-hmm. Belichick yeah. and the way he is such a fucking asshole. Yeah. And bro, you it makes you wonder about little shit like that. Like if a player fucks up in a tiny way, Belichick do- doesn't stand for that shit. Not at all. Yeah. And then you see dumb shit like that. Like, like you said, man. I hate to say it, but. That dude doesn't go offsides, and the Chiefs fucking win. They win the game. Yeah, they're in the Super Bowl. That's not like a regular season move. Yeah, not the Rams, that it's any what we want. Right, it's just it's still a game you got to win, no yeah. matter what game it is of the season. But mm-hmm. and there's a bro, difference. Pay attention to the game. Strategize your fucking life. And you, bro, you said it. I'm getting shirts, man. You said it, but <laughs> there's a big difference between a penalty like that one yeah. and then one where you're trying to make a play right. and you make a penalty. Yes. Yep. Like we talked about even that that Rams-Saints play, as bad as of a play as it was, and it mm. should have been a penalty, the dude's out here trying to make a play. Yeah, Yo, that it, one's on the ref. Right. Th- you know? that's what and even if the ref say, calls those it. Those are always on the ref as opposed to you are blatantly over the line where it's like they have no choice. Yeah. They yeah. have no choice. Yeah, I, it's. I don't know. Uh, I'd be frustrated if I was a teammate. You know what I mean? Very, yeah. and it and it's hard because you've made mistakes in games too. But hopefully, most of a player's mistakes are trying to make a great play. Yeah, and not, not in the biggest game. Yeah, and I tweeted this shit earlier, but you're lined up three feet over the line. <laughs> you're ten feet from the ball. All you have to do is look over, and you have ten seconds to sit there. And look at the ball and make sure, oh, wow, I'm way off. Just move your ass back. Yeah. Even if you jump off sides or something, that's more excusable. But you're just standing there mm-hmm. off sides. I can't figure it out. It's tough to accept, man, As a, really, if you're a fan or a teammate or a was, coach. If that happened to the Lions or something, I don't know. I'd, yeah. That guy's got to go. Oh, I feel you, bro. That's rough. But should you know, be a should be a cool Super Bowl. Yeah, it'll be great regardless. Patriots, Rams. Yeah. Got the new... The new upstart, young blood, like next best coach in McVay and and yep. young quarterback and all that yeah. going against the goat. You know you're gonna get a good game coach. out of the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, they ain't so, gonna roll over and die. Not at all. Um, but yeah, should be a good one. Yep, they'll probably win it. Wouldn't be surprised, man. Not at all. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yo, they were, uh, they were, and I'm not, I'm pretty sure. Yesterday they were slight underdogs. I don't. Yep, like one point. I heard they were eating that up too, like being the underdogs because they yeah. never are. And now today they're not. They're favorites by like against the Rams. Yeah, like yeah. a point and a half, two, something like that. I think it's two, which is pretty. It's yeah. we might have talked about it on the last podcast. I don't remember, but it's it's nuts the amount of how uh, accurate Vegas is. Well, that, but the uh, amount of ch- the <laughs> yeah, the amount of championship nice. games Brady's been in. Yeah, and yeah. Super Bowls and everything. Five out of like, the last six. In the AFC, Something was like, like 13 of his 17 seasons. I'm pretty sure I heard He's been in like the AFC championship game. Three in a row. How long has he three been in the Three Super Bowls in a row and five out of the last seven. Played 17. I think he's been That's in 18, nuts, maybe. Crazy. Oh, the Lions can't even go to the fucking damn playoffs, dude. Like, Ever. they can't even get to the championship game or the Super Bowl. Ever. 
Barry walked in away. Calvin existence. walked away. <laughs> yep. And this this one player just goes there every year. Miss insane. But that's it's cool. Nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like oh fuck him. He wins. No, that's what I mean. That's why no. I'm not a Patriots hater, dude. Right. It's just if I have a choice of having new blood in the fucking Super Bowl right. and having the damn Patriots or again, our blood, the fucking <laughs> right. blood. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. us. That's yeah. gonna be a while. Yo, that I don't think that shit's ever gonna happen. So the hottest shit going on in hip hop right now, boys. Where's the key? <laughs> Big soldier, big Draco. Big Draco. <laughs> How do you feel about him, Q? Oh, uh, man. Are you fucking with Big Soldier, man? No. No, no, no. You're not? No, not musically. And he's he's pretty annoying, but he, he is pretty funny. <laughs> he's pretty funny. But he's just... He's, Mr. Kid! He's so extra. Yeah. I'm not an extra type of person. You know what I'm saying? I like... Yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not into it. I'm not into, like... Dude, what is the, the deal with this video game system that he keeps like? He came out that shit. It wasn't like a long time ago, but it was before all this shit was yeah. going on. He yeah. and he was selling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I gotta be honest. I didn't do any research got, on the video game. I system. have no idea about I saw it. In like, like a review, I don't even get how that's possible. And it was not good. For well, review. it's it's like flooding now on YouTube, and that's the only reason why I like looked into it. And there's so many YouTubers now. That are saying like, this is not licensed at all, and mm. it's just like a bootleg version of all of these video game titles. Well, but that's that he, there's no way that he could have license at all. I don't know because he's literally on, and like I said, I'm not making the argument that oh it is because he said it, but he's on camera in interviews saying that these shits are licensed. I know, but there's people in the industry though that are just like. There's just no fucking but way it, it because just, he if that's I'd be interested to know if that's true because you got to be a fucking moron to go on national broadcasts and Syndicate talk about radio. this shit and say it's all licensed and all that shit and it's not because you're about to get your ass sued. Though. I know, well, but it's just insane to me how like so yours is licensed, but like they didn't license it to anybody else. I mean, from what like, I see, it doesn't look that dope. So, well, from yeah, from what he's saying, it sounds no, it's, like it's, it's just a system that plays a few random games mm -hmm. from different systems, whatever. Right. And it's, it's that's just what yeah, it is. It's not a few random games, though. <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I don't know, but that's yeah, just what I'm hearing. It's not. It's like, it, the, like somebody actually got one and like reviewed it on YouTube, and they have like everything, like PS One games, uh, all the Nintendo games, all the like, and he's just saying they're like classic titles mm. that like it's not only Nintendo titles; it's like tons of different what, titles. What makes everyone think they can't? They couldn't be licensed because the amount of money that it would take to license like Crash Bandicoot, Mario, Sonic, all of those would be astronomical to the point where there's a reason why no one has done it. Mm -hmm. Like PlayStation hasn't even done it for their own titles. Yeah. Because they can't afford the licenses. So how the hell did Soldier, Soldier Boy do yeah, that? The ringtones went crazy. Dude, Big Draco, don't put anything past Big Draco. I was bro. cranking that shit for, pause, for like <laughs> years. I'm calling. I'm, uh, <laughs> damn. Rich the kid. Cranking that thing for years. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dang. It's. Like if you want to have the serious conversation about it, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like on board with all the antics and the extra shit and the straight up like lying. 
but there's something about him for me that just like it's it's pure entertainment. Like there's to me, and maybe it's just me, but I don't feel like he's trying to pull the wool over my eyes. I feel like it's like, bro, <laughs> we know this is just funny. Like we know right. we know what you're doing. Yeah, he's but, trying to. He's but trying I to guess get, there probably are people that like buy into it. And it's, it's working. Yeah, like I don't know, man. It's it's the age we live in with this shit. Like you are better off being a walking meme and yeah. then putting out music. Right. That will sell better than putting out dope music and shutting the fuck up. Yeah, that's it's so fucking annoying. Yeah. He performed at Yams Day. Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people were was probably hyped to see him yesterday over the weekend. I don't fucking know. That's the shit though. Is now people. Everyone is just doing that mm. for that reason. Right. Yeah. And I hate that shit. I agree. But if you luckily, do it genuinely, and I'm not saying this situation, there's a billion situations we could talk about. Mm. If you're doing that shit because that's you and that's how you are and blah, blah, it's a lot more, uh, whatever, authentic and just like funny and mm. enjoyable to watch than if it's just like, oh, this motherfucker's trying to get his shit tight again. Yeah. Like, cool. No, I was just going to have you turn it off. Um, the fucking glare in that picture, dude, it's driving me insane. I bet everyone's watching that. But no, I agree with you. Like, that's why I said if you want to have the real conversation, yeah, I'm all about genuine fucking shit and not the bullshit, of course. Mm-hmm. But it's like, at a, cer- at a certain point, when are we just the fucking old heads that are just hating on... No, and that's that's what I was gonna say too. Is the Breakfast Club <clears throat> interview or the first thing that happened? That was funny. Mm. I enjoyed watching that. Now he's doing it on every yeah. interview that there is, and it's like the same act. Yeah, yeah I know. It worked. You know, because it, it works exactly. And it's, I know. Continuing, yeah. and it's yeah. continuing to work. And yeah. I understand yeah. that, but I just can't believe people buy into this shit forever. Not forever. It'll be over. Yeah, it's soon. not forever. It's yeah, not that's forever. True. Yeah, and that's why it is. It seems like that's forever. why it is pure entertainment because it's like, bro. Okay, I watched the Breakfast Club interview, right? And then I'll go watch like Everyday Struggle when he went on that. Mm-hmm. And if he was just being normal, like if he was just being level-headed soldier boy, that I got a new record out and whatever. Yeah, I'd cut that shit off. That's mm-hmm. right. But instead, he's like, "Rich the kid." Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm watching like because it's funny. Some people do that shit and I don't find it funny and it's just a bunch of extra shit and whatever. Like someone does. If you can actually be funny to me, then I guess, dude, it's just it's the dude, entertainment I, factor I, of it all. I like I like all of that. It to me, the reason why I started getting into the game system though is because that's where I draw the line of like he's making money off of this shit. And if it's not legitimate and people are gonna start sending him back to him, like that's going to be a little bit like I'm all about the like do it for entertainment because you're releasing music mm-hmm. because we've seen it all before and shit. But then when it crosses over to Tell like me. that's when it crosses over to like, OK, now you're just trying to like make money off of something that's not legit and taking people's money and hoping that they don't notice yeah. like that. That's when I well, draw the line. OK, mm-hmm. I guess another interesting thing is. We all kind of agree in many aspects of of life today that the media is fucking whack Mm -hmm. and and ruins everything and makes everything worse than what it should be. So I guess a follow-up would be, to what point is media responsible not to like not bring these people on or whatever, but to 
force these people to defend the outrageous things they're saying and not just hype them up. Yeah. Like, like, okay, if the breakfast club thing was the first thing he did, I can understand them not being armed with any type of like facts to refute shit he's saying, blah, blah, right? If you're the second interview he's doing <clears throat> and you heard all the shit he was talking on breakfast club, aren't you a little responsible to like do some fact checking and digging and like be like, bro, what are you talking about when you say this? Instead of just hearing him say it and laughing, like we can do as the public, but when you're the person actually right. interviewing him, shouldn't you be like kind of calling him out on some bullshit? Not in a way of like not acknowledging that it's entertainment, but in a way of like, okay, I'm not going to let you just come on my platform and say a bunch of dumb shit. But the thing is, it's all entertainment though. Yeah, they're like, they're, they're in it for the too. views. Just yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. yeah, they're all the same. And it depends on who you work for, you know, like, some stations are a lot more interested in confrontation and stuff like that. Some just want the person to come through. Right. Like, don't ask any confrontational questions because we need them to come back again, maybe. Yeah, that's right. true. You know what I'm saying? And that's what's unfortunate about all this media, bro, mm -hmm. is that's what it all is. It's like, let's get the most fucking clicks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And let's keep everybody happy. But to that exact point, though, the that media, which gets the clicks, it's all to the consumers. It's the mm -hmm. consumer's fault. Like, it's yeah. it's... It's the people. They're buying it. Because the it. reason that yeah. they want exactly. it is because the consumers like The reason right. that they do, like Fox News, they have a base. It's like CNN. They have a base. The reason they do what they do, or anyone, mm. is because it works. It's the like shit that's people are traction. interested. Exactly. Yeah. People will talk about it. And, you know, clicks equals money. And yeah. that's the bottom line. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Stone Cold said so. Smash this over here. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean you're right, bro. That's that's true. Like well, and everyone's in this shit to make money, and if that's the shit that's generating your your money, then why yeah. the fuck would you avoid it? I think there needs to be something that, because okay, the breakfast Breakfast Club and all those radio shows, like that's a different entity to me than like news, mm -hmm. because there had been a stigma back in the day where news outlets were supposed to tell you the 100 percent facts, and that's right. where you went to get it. Right yeah. now, somewhere along the line, all that shit got muddied up and. Now they're not really expected to do that, right? Mm -hmm. So we need to rein. I think because they started losing ratings to right. places that did. It is. Yeah, it, that's sure. because that's the reason. But the thing is, where do we go then to for get the news? Right for the there, real shit for the truth. Right, yeah. right. Because lies are always way more interesting. Yeah, yeah. And that's what's so hard too is like. As an individual, yeah, like the ideal answer to that would be okay, take in multiple sides and then and then draw your own conclusions. Mm -hmm. But bro, it's like. If you're taking in the wrong shit, you might not fucking know. Like, I see it all the time, and I probably do it, too, when I don't even know. But it's like, I'll watch people watch a couple things, mm -hmm. go make some broad conclusion from it right. on their social media, yeah. some, and, and make some strong statement about it. Mm -hmm. And they've watched a couple things. It's not yeah. like they're just being absolutely ridiculous offhanded. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, there's some other content out there that would completely refute what they're you know, saying. It's human nature, though. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't know, like making of a murder. Mm -hmm. If you knew nothing about this case, which I would assume like 95% of people wouldn't. wouldn't that yeah. went into it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you come out of it and you're like, yo. This is going to be the fuck? number one thing on my agenda exactly. that I'm going to yeah. And bro, that's why I, I think we talked about it when we talked about making a murder. Like. I'll watch that shit. I'm entertained. I formed an opinion on it, right? Yeah. It's going to take a fair amount for me to just <clears throat> come out and be this huge, like, I'm going to sign some petitions and I'm going to fucking, because it's like, 
I just I just find it hard to believe that I know everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the problem though. Yeah. There's no one's like that. I know. That's what even having a podcast, like I think about all the time. It, it, I'm not the person that would normally have a podcast or or mm-hmm. things like that because I I don't like you know Mo all the time. I'm I'm like so meticulous with how I say something or or I'm I'm just very careful that I have the facts and stuff like that because I hate when people just jump to these conclusions. Mm-hmm. But when you have a podcast or whatever, you're kind of supposed to just give your opinion. It's not always going to be right. And so right. you have to walk that line of like right. being irresponsible, mm-hmm. but also like there is value in stating your opinion and then just be open to being proven wrong. Well, yeah, that's right. the thing is we've talked about this on probably both podcasts at one point or another. You can have an opinion. That doesn't mean you need to argue every other fucking person on the internet that their opinion is wrong. Right. Yeah. Because the same way that you have your opinion, they have theirs. But the problem with some people is they, you're not allowed to have one. Your most. The silencing. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing I have the biggest problem with. Me too. And that's what gets obnoxious about social yeah, media and stuff. It's almost too, Just like, let anything people do you that. In. And if you don't fucking agree with it so much, then either don't say anything on it pretty simple everybody hears that you can't do but that but they have to i have to i have to <laughs> say something yeah. so if you want to say something say well you know i my personal view is this and i have these facts about it but i can see where you're coming from too it doesn't everything doesn't have to be all the way one side or the other yeah but I, you have the, you have the platforms now though it it says what do you think? Right. Like, yeah. as, like, what are you thinking right now? <laughs> That's yeah. like yeah. the world why social media was made. Yeah. Exactly. It's so people, so can, you feel empowered. So you have, you can have your opinion, yeah. and people will react to it. And, and that's why reaction channels are popping because reaction. That's that's life, man. Like when you like everything is for a reaction in one yeah. way, shape, or and another. So I think piggybacking off of what you guys are saying there, the day and age we live in, all the social media things we have, all these things. I don't think that in itself is bad, the what do you think, right? In and of itself. I think it's what you said as far as, let's have everyone give their opinions. Great. Let's then not just, it's the cancel culture. Let's not do the canceling thing. Mm -hmm. Let's actually debate ideas. And let's stick to what we're debating. Mm -hmm. If If someone says something you have an issue with, give them a reason to change their mind on that issue. I mean, don't be like, oh, it's because you're a fucking dumbass. Like, right. Well, I bet this most a, people can't even fucking go past. And that's you're a the fucking problem. Dumb at, yeah. right. That's the problem like, is the yeah. people with these exactly. opinions don't want the debate. The squeakiest wheel. Makes yeah. The most they want to silence like, people. They want to just call people names and, mm. and be done with them. That's they don't want to hear ideas. Good right. of a segue as you could make into that Brian Cranston stuff. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I know you hit us up this week. And wanted I to mean, talk it's about exactly that. what it is. And. <laughs> For any background on that, just a real quick one. Brian Cranston's in this movie. Uh, uh, the uh, the Upside, I believe it's called. With Kevin Hart. Yep, with Kevin Hart. And he plays a disabled person. Obviously, he's not a disabled person. So there's huge backlash. Why didn't you get a disabled person to play this? And Brian Cranston stuck up for himself like he should and said, I think I was the a good per, a good fit for the role and whatever. He didn't say, like, anything bad about anybody else he just said you know i deserve this role i have earned it and whatever and so there was that going on and then 
eventually Trevor Noah, Trevor mm-hmm. Noah, the Daily Show mm-hmm. host gets on the air and he has a little segment. It's like a six minute clip, so we won't get into playing all that. However, he says, in a nutshell, he says at first he was totally on Brian Cranston's side, saying that you know he didn't necessarily think that that was necessary for a disabled person to play a disabled person in a movie. This dude's a professional actor, um, you know, and he, he earned that right to play that role. And he said that he was on Twitter and he was looking through comments on a post he had made. And he said perfectly exactly what we were just saying. Everybody's comment was like, Oh, you should, I want to kill you. Go fucking jump off bridge. Blah, blah. It was just all this, like just talking shit stuff. And he said one disabled actor tweeted him and said something calmly and wanted to have a conversation about it. And he said that, you know, um, I'm a disabled actor. There aren't very many roles for disabled actors. So when a disabled role comes along where the character is disabled, um, it'd be great if more directors would or casting agents or whoever does the job would look into people that are disabled. And even me right there, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm. And I am disabled myself. So, you know, in a way, like I understand where that's coming from. So anyway, Trevor Noah said that it opened his eyes and it just kind of made him realize that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. That's a very, open statement he was just trying to have a conversation and it wasn't everybody trying to argue all the time it was just made sense and he came in and he said that so and it didn't have to be included with and fuck brian cranston exactly. for doing this it was just here's kind of in addition to what's like there's nothing wrong with what happened but here's something to maybe think about right? yes and so he said that and he continued on to say that i don't blame brian cranston for getting this role And I think he did a great job with the role on top of that. Um, But maybe next time if a role comes around where this works out, it would be good for a director to look into that. And Mm -hmm. I thought, like, that was very well said. Mm -hmm. It wasn't one way or the other. It was just kind of like, yeah, wow. I see both sides. The light came on. Whatever. And so this proceeded to get tweets from... Well, Trevor Noah does like a six minute piece explaining this to people, right? Correct. Yeah. Like Yeah, this was on he, the day show the or day. it was on maybe like an in at a like commercial in break yeah. type of thing. But they yeah. had it filming mm. and he put it out. Yeah. Mm. And, and and his explanation, I think we all agree, was like um just to give background, whatever, was like fine. His his ex, because yeah. initially we were kinda yes. we were talking about this in a text and we were kinda all on the same page of I don't know. This seems a little extra. Like this guy's an actor, mm-hmm. and he's and he's playing a role. Right. He can play a disabled person. Yeah. So initially, it was like, why does Trevor Noah need to? But then when you heard what he said, it was like it was kind of what the actor said. It was like exactly. he's not coming at Brian Cranston. Yeah. He's not saying right. this can't happen. And he's not saying his opinion is the end all be all. Right. Mm-hmm. He's just saying he found some new information yeah, and, and thought a, of things in a different. This light. was my initial opinion. Yeah. I heard this and then I thought about this and I'm like, oh, and I can understand where you're from, coming from. And he was learned like, from this yeah. is something Joe Schmo might not think about. Exactly. exactly. And that happens all. All the time with disabled people, you know, mm-hmm. and I'll get into this in a minute, but there's this 
lady who's a disabled YouTuber, and she makes videos all the time, and now I can't think of her name. I have the tweets if you want to bring those up. There's a bunch of them, um, but we can just summarize those real quick. Annie Cigara. She says, I mentioned it before, and this is a good example of how, quote, I never thought of it like that, can feel dehumanizing. Leave that, leave that one up. So... Because she's got a bunch of tweets. Right? There's many more tweets to go with this one. This is a whole thread. However, this is like could go so many ways, and I'm just trying to think of the correct way to go. I've mentioned it before, and this is a good example of how I never thought of it like that can feel dehumanizing. How is that ever dehumanizing, in my opinion? I never thought of it like that. I don't know Trevor Noah. I don't know his family. I don't know his friends. This dude might have never met a disabled person in his entire life. I don't know. I've met people that don't have much experience with disabled people. Does that mean that I can't help them see a different side of this? And why should I blame this guy for kind of what I'm standing for and that's teaching people another side to the story. Well, isn't isn't the whole idea of any like oppressed group, any minority that feels left out or anything, isn't the whole idea of everything that they would preach to get people to think of it like that? Mm -hmm. Isn't well, that the whole hope. idea? Yeah, and that's what I would hope. Empathy and and, and so I actually went and watched a few of this girl's woman uh, her YouTube videos just to see like what, what she's really about, like where she's coming from. In her YouTube videos, she says some things that I agree with. Mm. She says, you know, she had this video of how um, people get super pissed when you park in a handicapped spot and you can walk mm. and shit like that. And it's like, yeah, there's other disabilities that have nothing to do with walking. She's in a wheelchair, but she can walk, but she can't walk for long distances. So she uses a wheelchair when she goes to the store, for instance, or something like that. Great. That's fine. You can't pick so many battles <laughs> straight up. And I mean that in like the humblest way. It's dehumanizing for a person to change his thoughts on a situation toward the way that you want. It doesn't even make sense to me. Well, and you have to, you are out here advocating for this. You're trying to teach people things. You're trying to get them to think from another perspective. And then when they do, you're like, this is dehumanized. And that's what's so deflating for someone that is like, you've been trying so hard to get this to the mainstream and get someone to take notice. They do. And then instead of just, yeah, did he do it in the perfect way, according to you? I'm sure he didn't, obviously, according to you. Yeah. But he did a great thing for your agenda. Mm. And yes. you, so at a certain point, like you said with the battles, pick your battles. You just got a big win. Yeah. Take the win. Don't Because then as soon as you start, and a credit to Trevor Noah if he doesn't, but if I was Trevor Noah in that situation, and that's a response I got from like that community, I don't want to say she speaks for the whole community. Right. But she's obviously kind of like a known figure mm -hmm. in that area. And I would be like, well, you know what? Fuck you. Like, I was out here taking, you just made me wish I didn't do that now. Right. And I know you shouldn't think that way. I'm not saying that's the right way to think. Mm -hmm. But it's just human nature. And it's like to use the strong language, like 
it's dehumanizing. Right. Like, come on. Even if you feel the need to pick that battle, make it clear like that it's not the end of the world. It's actually like you did a good thing. If I had to make a tweak, it's like getting a exactly. 98% on a test instead of 100. Like mm -hmm. you did really, really good. If I had to make a tweak, here's where it would be. But to say it's it's dehumanizing is like, wow. Like, that's, what, yeah. that's what drove me crazy about that in particular. And like I said, Maybe she misspoke, misspoke too. I don't know. True. You know, however, this dude didn't maybe touch on all the points that you wanted, but it's in, he means it in a good way. You can't always think about, so finally this person agrees or these people agree that maybe a disabled actor should have played it. What else can I get pissed about and try and put somebody on blast for? Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, man, it speaks to, today's climate where people want to be outraged. Mm. Yeah, they're looking for arguments. Yeah. Like, I have this movement I've been pushing for. Finally, we got a big win. What's the next thing I can, I can be outraged about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, this wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. Bring up, like, the third tweet. This one? <clears throat> no, keep going. This one. Your aha moment is, oh, disabled people are diverse. Oh, disabled actors exist. Oh, this blah, 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 on and on. No, that's not his aha moment, and I can bet you that. His aha moment is maybe I'm not, don't have a lot of experience with disabled people. Mm -hmm. This guy, and I want to tell this story real quick because this is like the perfect example from a able-bodied person to a disabled person. And this happens all the time to me. I was, he's my tattoo artist. His name's Levi. And he said, uh, one time this disabled person got super pissed at him because he was like looking at him, you know, unknowingly, just kind of like staring, basically. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, that, that does get annoying. Like people are always staring at my lift on my shoe or I'm, I'm, uh, walking with a limp and they're constantly staring at me when I walk through the mall or whatever. But he said to me, he said, well, I don't know what happened to you. I don't know your story. It's, it's different looking. And somebody like me, I get pissed about a lot of shit. I could have been like, well, yeah, fuck you. Like, you don't know my, story. you don't know my story. Like back the fuck up. But I chose this time, for whatever reason, to be like, wow, that makes a lot of sense to me. You may have never known anybody else like this. You aren't being mean on purpose by staring at my shoe. Mm -hmm. You aren't purposely being a dick. And you can tell when people are. Mm. But you are genuinely just looking at somebody, yeah. maybe trying to, and if the opportunity came about, maybe he would have asked and said. Mm -hmm. And that's just stuck with me for ever since he said that because I and now when people are staring at me for the most part I think about that and I'm like they don't know it's not their fault that this shit happened to me they don't know whatever so uh, you just let it go and if they want to talk about it you can talk about it maybe they're going through something with a family member or a friend or something that they're gonna have to start getting these looks because things are changing because they got cancer or they this happened to them or whatever and for people to just just fucking understand both sides of the story. That's a good point, too, because 
it, we we talked about it with a different situation on the podcast a couple weeks ago of you got to just stop trying to find the bad. Exactly. Like someone, people actually probably rarely have the worst of intentions. And that's what you'd hope. And yeah. if they do, oftentimes it shows itself. Yeah. From my experience. And it's the same, like we're, we're critiquing her tweets. It's not to say she has bad intentions. I'm sure no. all of her intentions are good, but the reason we're critiquing it is because it's, her tweets are counterproductive to her movement. Her cause, yeah. yeah right. To her cause. And exactly. It, I mean, And it's my cause too, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what starts to get under my skin a little bit is like, you want this and that out of this movement and you're not willing to accept somebody changing their views because of something that essentially you had a help in doing yeah which is raising awareness for disabled actors right is that well, the bro, point you can't yeah it is exactly that's yeah. literally the point and i mean like i said this could go a hundred different directions but mm -hmm. you have to think about other people that director is booking brian cranston for a reason mm -hmm. right this dude is making his movie huge Right. Yeah. This dude has a family and people to feed too. There are mm -hmm. so many other factors. There's that other factors. That. And that's not to say that maybe like exactly like Trevor Noah said, maybe next time if an role comes up, now their awareness has been raised mm -hmm. toward this to check this out. Cause there are probably great actors that are disabled. Right. Oh, There's yeah. great fucking athlete that's are that are disabled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm playing beach volleyball in one barefoot and one shoe with a lift on it. Yeah. People are always staring, doing this and that. And that shit doesn't bother me. You know, what bothers me is when somebody's talking shit without knowing the backstory. Right. Well, like you guys said, an obvious factor is the people making this movie, the director, the casting, the whatever, producer, they're trying to make money on this movie, yeah. right? Yeah. Whatever. Brian Cranston, yeah, you're paying him more than this other guy probably, but he's also a way bigger draw, right? Mm -hmm. So... It might just be as simple as that. And that's an obvious factor. Mm. There's also, and this is why I think it's important to point out this woman's tweets and why they're counterproductive and why people need to stop looking for things to be outraged about and stuff when when something good is happening for your causes. Let me give you a, a, an uncomfortable situation, but it's real. Okay, now because she does that, your average Joe Schmo who we're talking about who, who hasn't had maybe this aha moment yet, mm. who hasn't come into contact with disabled people and, and and can't relate, right? You see this shit going on, and you see the Trevor Noah thing, and then you see the reaction like that. Okay, you're a director. You might be a little scared of like, okay, I, I get a disabled person to play this role. Mm -hmm. Can I direct them the same way I can someone that's not disabled? If I want to ask them to do something, and they can't physically, are they going to are they gonna get offended? Are they gonna be outraged at me? Am I? Do I have to like be careful about this, or can I just? It, it's it's counterproductive as far as like you deserve a disabled person deserves to be treated just like someone that's not disabled. That's I would, that's first grade shit to me. I would because, hope though, like, and I would hope though in that situation, if you are a director for a movie and you are casting disabled people, you would know their. Uh, what they to can an, and can't to do. an extent for sure right. but also it's what like you need for your movie like you would let them know i feel like they would know beforehand in this role you have to do this do that right do this but i'm saying that. in the course of filming a movie like there's just certain little things you might be like hey can you like 
Yeah, can filming, you do this? Filming it's, a movie is complicated. Like you don't know what's gonna so, come up. Yeah. Like and 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 it based off of this, like normally you'd be like, oh come on, that like that's far fetched. But to me, it would be far fetched for someone like this woman to tweet these things after Trevor Noah just vouched. So it's it's I don't know. It's just kind of like to me, it's an uncomfortable thing to think about, and it's just so counterproductive to somebody's cause. Well, like, uh, and I I just feel like a lot of people forget that being an actor is just another job. So the bottom line is these directors and things like that, they're working with the same people a lot because they know that they're easy to work with just like somebody else would more would be more likely to hire their friend or something like that because Mm -hmm. they are easier for them to work with. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean that like one is more qualified than the other. It's just kind of like, I'm able to deal with this person's quirks more so than I am willing to even attempt to deal with yeah. somebody else that yeah. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. And that's why what Trevor Noah did was cool because it's like there is definitely an aspect of that that's like, yeah, didn't think of it that way. And he did it in a way, and same with the actor that wrote whatever article he read, they did it in a way that wasn't putting down the other side. Exactly. It was just like, here's something to think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it keeps coming back to what we were talking about before we even started this conversation is just see both sides of an argument. Mm. You know, like she could have put that better in those tweets and not maybe gone with the dehumanizing and like the aha moment was this and that because I don't believe that's true. And if Trevor Noah at some point proves that shit to be true, then I'll meet this lady for lunch and, Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it's not. We're not taking. We got to start thinking about both sides of things a little bit more. And everybody says things maybe not 100% perfect. I'm sure I haven't said things 100% perfect throughout this conversation. But the whole thing about disabled people is we want to be treated just like everybody else. And so when we don't get a part or we have trials and tribulations, that's the same as any able-bodied person right. has had in a, to a different extent. Mm-hmm. And I always think about Shaquem Griffin a lot because this dude's in the NFL with one hand, mm-hmm. which to my knowledge has not impossible. happened or even been close for any other person. But I doubt this dude was going into football practice like, shit, coach, you didn't play me because this dude was really good this game. I bet he got his ass to the weight room after that, and he was all pissed off like I was when I couldn't play shit, and he went and just busted his ass a little bit harder. Mm, You know what I'm saying? And I think that's more people need to go that direction than going on Twitter to talk about shit and bitch about things. They need to be like, what the fuck can I do to improve my craft so that next time this comes around, I'm getting that part. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes me think about why, like the person itself. If you if you have a movement and you say you're this movement, and then we all see like you get this victory in the sense like you know not like a big victory, but any victory is a fucking victory. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. But you get a victory in the sense of Trevor Noah, the host of the Daily Show, mm-hmm. went on this shit. Well, it was on Instagram, but he went on this shit and like was like, I didn't look at it like this and now i do he and said then, he was wrong and then right. after you, you get that win and you still don't accept that then i look at the person i'm like okay what are you trying to get out of this shit do you just want like more views do you just right. want to right. be talked about more Agreed. is that what you're trying to get out dude of this? and that's a good point because i do think that it tends to be just a um 
a habit with people that it's like they're not even trying to have a discussion on social media. No, no. they're literally addicted mm -hmm. to getting reactions. Right, that they'll just say anything yep. to do so. Yep. And I won't put her completely in that box because I do believe I can see what she's trying to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I think she said it. I, I think she said it in the wrong way, and I think she said it at the wrong time. Right. Agreed. To the wrong person. Yep. Like, but I do know there is good shit in what she's thinking yeah. and what she's mm -hmm. trying to get across. I, it's yes. just a lot of wrong things well, about and, it. Well, and that's I guess that's the thing is like what I just said, like you don't have to put her all the way in that box, but at the right. same time, There's you do have to be aware. Well, and you have to be aware that like sometimes it seeps in even just halfway. It, yeah. Like you you're, have to ask you're trying the question. to justify it. Yeah. If it's like, okay, I thought you were trying to like bring awareness to this. Like any kind of like um all the gay laws that got brought in over the past recent years, the point was to bring attention to it so that things would change. Mm -hmm. So you you are bringing attention to it, hoping that things will change after that. Right. So once you get the attention brought to it in the right way, where it's like, damn, you're right. I didn't look at it like this. Now I see what you're talking about. And you're like, no, fuck that. Yeah. Where it's like, and you I have to be like, okay, so what do you really yeah, for yeah, I, I, hear I don't you. know which I don't know the answer. I but mean, I to, have to, to ask. me, that's really illogical. Like, I, I don't know how somebody could even think about that if they stopped, if they even stopped to think about it mm. and be like, yup, I'm going to tweet this. That's what like, that's, that's what, exactly how I feel, too. And it, that's why I did go to her YouTube page and watch some of her videos and shit, mm -hmm. because I was like, is this just like. Right, the controversy right. lady that just wants to make a yeah. headline about everything. Right. And it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Right. Like a lot of her videos I agreed with and she said some valuable shit in them. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's that, great. Right. And but why sit your, sit back and think about what you're about to tweet for a yo, minute and make it less maybe serious. Maybe she did though. Maybe she did. Because that's, that's the thing with Twitter and shit like that. Although it's only, at, what, 280 now? You know, 140 to 280. Zero to 280. <laughs> That's all we have. Yeah, that's right. all we have. Whatever the fuck you put out there. Right. So if you say something, that's what I have to right. take it as. Yeah. Yeah. I can't be like, well, I'm sure she like thought about it. If, you know, woo, wow, woo. I mean, you could because that's like a rational person is like, well, looking for the best in someone and the best in someone's comments. But that is truly all we have. And then when you have a thread it's like, okay, you thought about this for a second. Yeah. You know, you had to type it out, right. send it, and then type it out, send right. more. Yeah, you know, well, so how how many people are actually sitting down and thinking about what they're saying and then reading it and being like, Well, if I just tweak it this way, then it's gonna get a little bit more of a reaction from buddy people, even though exactly. it's not like exactly what I want to say. I could get say. this reaction out of ten tweets or I could make this big headline right. tweet. I mean, I, I thought about a lot of things that I've tweeted and read over and been like, man, if I said it this way, people would get real. But I never do because I'm not that type of a person. Yeah. But I can see it with a lot of people. They might have the best intentions in the world. Yeah. But that thought creeps in and you either give into it or you don't. Yeah. And well, a lot of people do. And her tweet drove you to her YouTube page. Yeah. So yeah. she benefited True. from yeah. it. Just regard I, I don't I'm not saying like. That's all she wanted to do, clickbait to get right. YouTube views. Like yeah, yeah. I'm saying maybe that's really how she felt. Like that's okay. Although none of us agree with that. Maybe that is how she felt. I don't know. To be honest, I I believe that probably really is how she felt. Yeah. And that's fine. But here's how I feel as a disabled person. Yeah. Is I agree. That 
it seems like from my experience with other disabled people, all anybody wants is to be treated like the rest of the gang and shit. Mm -hmm. And I've been treated like that since I was little because people have grown up with me through this whole process of having surgeries and cancer and all this other stuff. And it's the same shit to me. Like, why don't we just want people to like not give a shit about it? If you're this good for this part, then you're good for this part. If I'm better at basketball than you and I can perform the necessary skills mm -hmm. to play basketball, then I get to play basketball. Mm. Right. And I agree that that does not happen a lot because people just see people that are able to run and walk and do shit normally mm -hmm. and they automatically go towards yeah. that because that's what they're used to. Right. So you're raising awareness for this shit and then you're pissed about when people see it as such. Mm -hmm. I I think that's the biggest issue for me. That's it. In it all is that she's doing this to an ally, someone that like actually went against the grain mm -hmm. yeah. and did all this. And that's the person you decided to come for. It's like, obviously it's not as a big of a, it's not like an exact parallel and it's not as important an issue, but it's like, if I got my first big fucking magazine publication and within the article, the guy said, I was like, or, or girls said I was like a YouTube rapper or, or like yeah. said something that I didn't think was like the best way of describing me. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I can't say anything about it or acknowledge it, mm -hmm. but it's like, that should be like 5% of my acknowledgement. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And I guess I don't, it seemed to me from, cause I remember looking at it, this happened a little while ago and I remember looking at the time and it seemed like this. Yeah. She did acknowledge like, it wasn't all this. She did have a little bit of other, like, yeah. it's good that he said something, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. She didn't just brush it to the side, but it was like, but let me get this whole fucking shit off. Yeah. Whereas like, if I got this publication or whatever, I would be like, this is super dope. Check this out. This is awesome. More people need yeah. to think this way, blah, 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 blah. Like I said, with the 98, hundred percent thing, if I, if I could make a little tweak to it, I would say this. But otherwise, great fucking But more than, more than likely, if we're being real, I don't, like, if we're using that example, I would, I don't, I don't see you saying anything about that. No, no, no. But I, it's, it, like I said, it's not a perfect parallel. Like, if someone said, that, if, you know, frat rapper, but I might say something on Twitter, like, not a frat rapper, but this is dope. Go check out this but article, I, blah, blah, blah. I, and I would talk about, like, 95 other things about how this shit was dope that I, I got this look. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, I, but I think it actually is a good parallel because, dude, you got the win. No, I know. Like, why? Why do you even have to say? You don't anything have to, but I, but I'm not. But you. Don't, that's why I gave that example. I mean, is you're okay to say something if you want yeah, to. Like, if that's how that's you feel. Fine. Like someone's talking about something that's just, important to you. I, I think it takes away from your win, though. As far as like, no, it dude. does. It does a little bit, but like I said, we don't. She knows that shit more than more than. I do. That's fine. And if this this obviously meant something to her, like, okay, mm. say it. Like, point and out that this wasn't perfect and there's this. But but don't let that be the overriding feeling that right. you're right. That's the thing. Yeah. Is, yeah, once again, acknowledge both sides of a situation. And, yeah. And you should feel happy about that. Mm -hmm. You right. should feel accomplished in that. That, you know, maybe you weren't the one that spoke to Trevor Noah to get him to say that. But you were playing a part in that shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. And like we say at the end of a lot of our shit like this, which I think is good. I'm sure that wasn't her intention. I'm sure she is happy that it got brought to light. And she just had something else yeah. she wanted to get off her chest. And For that's sure. just how it came around. But I do think it's important to point out that 
it's counterproductive if for, for, for people in general to do that. And like that can apply to lots of areas. And when people, when good shit happens to people or you get an ally or something like that, and you just use that to, to be outraged about something else, it's not a good yeah, thing. That's why I, I always come back to athletes in general. Is they just have a different mindset on things, and that's just who I've been around forever. So I'm not saying that that's wrong to think the other way, but it's just hard for me to like wrap my head around sometimes taking that side of the story mm-hmm. rather than be like, hell yeah, yeah, re I'm retweeting this shit because yeah. he just said exactly what a lot of other reporters and shit should be saying, and he said it in a mild mannered way where you don't feel like. All right, fuck. Yeah, right. You that's know? what's crazy about it. And like, I think we've beat it to death and we can move on. But yeah. that's what's so nuts about it is you watch the Trevor Noah shit and it's like, he was very like under empathetic, like right. understanding, like mild man. So normally he's just, yeah, ripping on shit. Yeah, shit could have like, come off abrasive from someone yeah. else. And then, yeah, okay, maybe you want to. But this was just very like, it's funny when you guys sent me that link. I like, I don't even really like. Trevor Noah. I don't need and, and I was like, oh, here we go. Another thing that I'm going to be like real no, pissed that was what about I that said Trevor Noah fucking said. Mm. But it well, was the opposite. Yeah. And then when I read all the tweets afterwards, I was like, dude, am I just like. <laughs> well, that's what makes you feel like you're living in the, you're living yeah, in it the, makes the fucking upside that, down, bro. Is that. Yeah. Like it was, it was like the, the double outrage, bro. Like I get, I get the eye, eye roll and shit like that. When I see, I assumed it was like you did. Trevor Noah is going to talk about how Brian Cranston shouldn't have played this role of a disabled person. Right. And I'm going to have to be pissed that we're now mad at actors for acting like something they're not. Right. And, th- and I was like, I was all ready to be pissed Dude, about that. Like in everyday life, nonstop, I'm always like, am I the weird one? Here? Yeah. The other day, road rage incident of the week, I was driving. <laughs> there's a two lane road that splits my neighborhood. There's a person coming this way. I'm going this way. She's at the stop sign. And I'm clicking my truck out of four-wheel drive. So you just have to kind of like coast for a second. And so I'm taking forever to get up there. And I'm like, oh, all right. So I hurry up because I think she wants to turn left in my direction. And I drive past her and I look at her and she gives me a dirty-ass look and then turns right. (laughs) Like, bitch, you could turn right anytime you wanted. Don't give me a dirty look. Am I the dumbass here? Yo, I fucking, like, when we got home from Columbus yeah. and you, you were parked at the office, we both got in our whips and, you know, going our separate ways. Feet of yeah. ice. And I think I talked about this area last time we talked about shit when I was going to get a hot pie. And, <laughs> but you pull out, you go, you take a, you know, left out of our engines and then a yeah, right yeah. Where, where it merges there from the highway. And keep in mind, this is a shitty ass day of weather, like yeah. snow, fucking cold as shit. Yeah. So this person is flying off the highway up here and I'm merging, merging on and I got to get all the way to the left. It's a red light. So mm. everyone stopped ahead of us and this person's coming off the highway and I had plenty of time. I'm not going fast, but I had plenty of time and I get in the middle lane in front of them, mm-hmm. but not like cutting them off, but they're fucking flying. And then they swerve over to the left, lay on their fucking horn <laughs> in the left lane. I'm like, oh my God. And then and then they end up going past me, cutting back in front of me. Yeah. I lay on my fucking horn and get over to the left lane where I needed to be. They just stop their vehicle, fucking roll down their window and like try to yell some shit that I couldn't even hear. 
And then they yeah. end up getting all the way over to the right and taking a right. Yeah. So all they could have done is just get behind go me and right. go to the right and yeah. move on with your fucking day, dude. Exactly. Yeah, like, you want the smoke. Oh, my God, oh my God bro. Dude. If people are nuts. People are insane. insane. Just in Yo. some minivan. Like, you probably had your kids in the back seat. Like, you fucking Yo, loser. people don't yeah. care. That's why I said the devil. Oh, is dude. in your vehicle. Yeah. Well, I was you thinking, you know, I, you know, I was pissed at that moment too from our fucking trip. Yeah. I was like, I'm not in the mood for this shit, bro. <laughs> yeah. I will fight you. <laughs> yeah, be careful. That. Oh, I know, I know. Yo, two quick points though before we get off this topic. I know we beat the shit out of it. One, I was thinking about all the movies that I've seen with disabled people in them, like. One of my favorite movies None of all of time. Yeah, like remember yeah. the Titans when yeah. Gary got in that car accident? Gary. Bert Tears. Bert Tears. Bert Tears, mama. Attitude for this leadership, <laughs> Captain. Um, Great movie. Yeah. Greatest movie of all time. I, and just all the movies, like Rudy, mm. like uh, Rudy, Ray, and Radio. Those are the three that came off the top of my head. A lot of R's. A whole lot of alliteration. Ray. And Ray Charles. Yeah, with Jamie. Yeah. That is more to the, the point of a, Jamie Foxx is super popular and he's going to make a bunch of money. B, he can he's do this better than anyone. Yes. Anyone. Mm -hmm. But something like Goldmember, like Beyonce, I love Beyonce, but I think she is a horrible actress. Really I don't know why. Bad. Everything I've ever seen her in, I hate it. You don't know why? Because she sucks. Well, she's, well, she's good at everything else. But, bro, that's a whole other reason it's to look at the whole, craft. like, getting these names. Look at how our society puts celebrities on a pedestal and will do anything exactly. for fucking celebrity. Yeah. Why the hell would a casting person not get a celebrity in their in their movie instead of someone that nobody knows? Right. See, and that's... Even if the celebrity sucks, you're going to generate money because people yeah. just want it. Kevin Hart. Right. Yeah. Kevin Hart is in the movie because he is popping, not yeah. because he's yeah. like actor of the year. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Denzel would have been in there. And yeah. if Brian Cranston was in that movie and he sucked and he was shitty at it and everyone was like, wow, this movie was the fucking worst movie ever. Then, yeah, it's like. Oh, damn. Well, in hindsight, it would have been a really great idea to give mm -hmm. this to somebody who is at least better than Brian Cranston. And you get your win then. Exactly. And then, and then if, but then if he's, do if he's dope and the movie generates a bunch of money or whatever, then who, then you can't blame anybody. No, right. they, they did what they needed to Second do. Second point. As an able-bodied person, and it's probably for me just being, Dags being my dude since we were fucking weed men, but. Weed men? No. Before that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it like you were saying earlier, how like when how people don't know the story, so you can't yeah. expect them to like understand. But like my thing is, you don't need to know someone's fucking story to like res. You can you know respect. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know it's disrespectful to stare. Period. Yeah. Right. What like at anyone? Facts. Right. You're taught that as at a young age. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you see someone different than you, like kids do it because. Kids they don't, don't know, know. Don't exactly. Right. Yeah. But when you're a fucking grown ass adult, you know that it's not polite. Some people don't give a fuck. But and it's kind of what we talked about. People. It's kind of what we talked about before, which I don't know the answer of. Yeah, I know. I didn't really like. I don't think I knew anybody in a wheelchair at a young age. But I also knew not to stare at people in wheelchairs. Mm -hmm. it, we t we kind of talked about it on another podcast. Do people know that they shouldn't do that? No. Or 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 are they or do they just not give a fuck? Maybe both. Probably, probably some of both. Because but I do. Th there probably are some people that literally just weren't fucking raised right, right. with the right manners and yeah. just don't. Their get parents it. do the just same don't shit. Know. Yeah. yeah. To and as the disabled person in this conversation, to speak on that, um, 
these people's parents might not have been, especially the parents, probably weren't around disabled people because mm-hmm. people weren't disabled back then because they didn't treat shit, mm-hmm. you know? So they probably didn't learn that. I would think hopefully more and more the farther on we move, more and more people will be learning this shit because it's more and more common. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, I was the first person walking through the mall to have somebody staring at me be like, what the fuck is yeah. your problem? And, bro, it, it, and it, say it out loud to them. But partly just getting older and not being as much of a douche as I was when I was younger and partly learning the other side of people's um, whatever thoughts and what they're thinking and how they're thinking. Mm-hmm. Like what I said, when Levi told me that shit, it's like, damn. Like, also, that makes yo, sense. Yo, sometimes, though. Like, that makes sense to I me. I worked with a dude, shout out to my dude, Humphrey, who um, he went to Okemos, and he they were on their way to a U of M MSU game in Ann Arbor. It was like him and three or four of his friends, I'm not sure. They got in a car accident. Everyone died but him. Yeah. And he got his, like, his left arm was, like, shredded from, like, wrist to his freaking shoulder. And that was something where, like, okay, you don't know the story, but, like, although you may want clarity as a person who doesn't know, and you're like, I'm not trying to be rude, like, I'm staring, but I want to know what happened. Like, you ask him what happens, and he fucking breaks down. Like, you don't know. It's It's none of your business. That's the thing. That's why. That's why you don't fucking stare at people because, like, mind your fucking business. Yeah, and I think that's it kind of all speaks to and why we even bring it up in the first place, really, in a nutshell, is, like, we need to be supporting people that have the aha moments. Mm. Exactly. That needs to be a good thing because it ally. is a good thing. That like, yeah, you, we talked sure. about it the other day, I think, after the podcast of, dude, you learn through experience. It's the mm. best It's the best way. To, some people yeah. were raised better than others. Some people were raised differently than others. Some people know things that other people don't. Bottom line, you learn through experience, and that's why cancel culture is a problem. That's why putting down people that have these aha moments is bad. Because, dude, how are you ever supposed to learn if you don't allow people to learn? Yeah. And right. and it's like, bro, I, I knew the basic, you know, don't stare at a person in a wheelchair, right? I knew who you were before we became friends. Mm-hmm. I knew you had this disability. I didn't realize some of the things I realize now being your friend and seeing you every day. Like, even the fact of we... Even to today, we can walk through the mall or whatever, and you'll tell me seven different times, this motherfucker's staring at my foot. Yeah. I don't notice a single one of them. Right. Is it, be, is it because I don't care? No. Is it because... No, it's like, I don't live it, bro. I mm. So if I have this aha moment of, damn, every time Dags fucking goes out in public, he's got people fucking looking at his damn foot. Mm. Like... Until I experience that, that's not something I'm thinking about. Right, exactly. And, but that's a good thing to realize and have empathy for somebody. Exactly. Like that's and a good thing. You probably learned things through me. Yeah, Yo, that's that what I was gonna you say. You never thought you. I think about that shit just from him. Yeah, like yeah. before. I mean, I, and that's good. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like sitting here, like on the other side of it, as an able-bodied person, like. Dude, cause that shit's annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. It's when annoying I'm walking with fuck. him. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like, yo, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, that's how motherfuckers get smoked out here for real, looking <laughs> yeah. crazy. No, I know. I'm not it, saying me. I'm that's, just how saying got, that's how no, I got jumped in Panama City. <laughs> <laughs> Best story ever, dude. It is annoying though. And so it, fifty. It drives me crazy and drives every other dis- disabled person crazy. I guarantee it. However, you can choose to do yeah. one or two things about it. 
and one day I might not be feeling great or whatever, and I'm like, like get the fuck away from me, mm-hmm. leave me alone type shit. But most of the time I choose to give them the quick story of what happened because I don't have all fucking day to tell you everything. Most people don't. But, you know, just a quick little thing, and normally they're like, wow, that's awesome, dude. I'm really happy for you and blah, blah, blah. And I don't blame people for going the other direction and being like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. You don't need to know shit. Mm -hmm. That's fine, too. But, I mean, if you want to raise awareness like most people do and, like, help your cause, Mm -hmm. then you got to deal with some of that shit you got to eat that because now that i even think about it like literally i just heard myself a second ago but now that i think about it even the people that because i've seen this shit countless times where they'll ask and then they'll be like oh shit like right i'm my bad dude. i didn't mean to like well because they'll be like you got a bum knee it used to be the story oh like, no yeah, he, no this was yeah. this was this was real real no nah, oh. it used to be man he dunked on this dude came down crazy <laughs> yeah. that used to be the uh Grand Haven fucking story. Yeah. Like, what's the story today when we go out? Nah. We'll tell them somebody got crossed up or something. But it makes sense. Now they're like, oh, shit. Like, fuck, I was kind of a dick. Yeah. Then they're like, yeah. maybe I won't stare next time. Maybe exactly. I won't. That person knows something. And yeah. I just don't know why people default to that, though. I know. It's so whacked. That's what, that's what I was always thinking about, like, back in the day. Like, are you fucking, like, 50 years old or am I the dumbass here? And no, it's normally, and then they don't even know they're doing it. It all and goes. I finally started to realize, like, oh, they don't even know well, that they're when you doing see a fine ass girl. Yeah, it's it's like, crazy. Damn. I mean, you know, <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't see any fine ass girls, no. bro. <laughs> Only when I go home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get off this topic. Um, uh, kind of along. You can, we could let's uh let's make a transition from you know we're talking about celebrities putting people on a on a pedestal as far as like casting people in a movie. You guys see that? Uh, oh, I know Dags didn't. You, did you see the Fire Festival shit? I the read up on it. Uh, just a, no, not the documentaries. No, no, no. Okay. Hulu you, and Netflix. Did you see put an on one? Yeah, I did. Which one? Hulu. Hulu. I saw them both. They're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they give you the same information in like from a broad sense, but oh. they they tell they give you a little different details and different perspectives and break shit it down, like break that. it down. What's it about? All right, so there's this guy Billy McFarland. And <laughs> he's basically this this fucking entrepreneur con artist, basically. And do you have any sorry, already a question. Do you have any other like cons under his belt well, that they came out within this documentary? Bootleg family guy. Is he that did this he had this like Magnesis card. The company was Magnesis. And what he did, from the sounds of it, from what I remember, was he basically took like an average credit card, mm-hmm. put like this black steel casing around it that made it like heavy duty whatever and it was called magnesis that was the name of his company whatever and it just made it look like kind of average joe look like that a black card type thing it was like was image say, shit he you called know? it american express and then and then he kind of did some shit with it like i don't even remember exactly but he it was like this exclusive fucking membership type yeah thing. he guaranteed these like membership reward type of things that Never, like some of them never really came to fruition, and, and like, he was known kind of even weird. outside of the Magnesis thing. He was he was known for um, trying to sell like tickets to something that he didn't have, yeah. and, and he just like he just always try to scramble and make his scam work on the back end. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Okay. Like let let me make some money quickly and then figure it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. 
but yeah, so he, long story short, I guess he, he linked up with Ja Rule and he, I, I think he just, I think from what I understood, he just wanted Ja Rule for like marketing tag, like just yeah, to have a rapper a associated choice. with it. <laughs> Clearly. And they wanted to make this platform called Fire and it was basically to book entertainment. Okay. It was like a like like the Uber of booking entertainment, I think is how they even described it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um and that concept in and of itself wasn't that that bad of an idea. No. Like you have big artists or whatever on this thing and you can book them through this app somehow. Mm-hmm. And this was their idea. And somewhere along the line, they decided they wanted to throw this festival as a part of the brand to like promote it and whatever. Mm-hmm. It was in the Bahamas, right? Yeah, obviously this guy is super just like image oriented from everything he does. Right. He he preys off of like people wanting this fucking image and I think he's kind of like that himself. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Um, it's yeah. gotta be. Yeah, and so like I said, there's so much that goes into it but basically with not nearly enough time this guy tries to put this festival together in the Bahamas on some island and... He gets like his whole strategy is to basically get these Instagram social media influencers, lots of models, things like that on board to promote it. Mm-hmm. And it becomes this whole snowball effect of like it got all this attention through this promotion from the and he guarantees all these people he's going to pay them all this money. Right. They even like book these acts that they're going to pay. They're paying way more than these acts normally would get They're just throwing money around. And this guy's able to get money from investors Cause he's just a fucking con artist. Yeah. And he's like, I guess it come, it came out that he was forging documents and stuff saying that his business was making way more money than it was. And so he's convincing investors to invest based off these things. And there's right. just all these, all these scams and shit building yeah. up. Like right? felonies. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, is he in jail? Well, he ended yeah. up going to jail. Okay, yeah. Right. And, but I think only for like six years, six years. Um, but anyways, white color. This the day of the show rolls around, and basically these groups of influencers and, the, and these people that have spent exorbitant amounts of money, like tons of money on the shit. There were villas being sold for like two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and like yachts and whatever. And these things were being sold and purchased, and they didn't exist. Wow, that's a hustle. Right. And these people show okay. up to this event because they still tried to hold it. Yeah. It had like this big fucking rainstorm the night before and everything was soaked. The tents they used for like these premium tents, yep. they were fucking like hurricane relief tents from the previous hurricane Damn. that hit that they just put like mattresses in. Jeez. And it was just this fucking wasteland of of white tents. There were no villas, there were no like none of this. And it was Those just a shit show. Yeah, the shit never the shit never happened. This is like, what people saw when they came to <laughs> <laughs> and, and these people spent loot to go to this thing. Yeah. But basically it didn't happen. It was a big shit show. And there's all these reasons why. But it was just crazy to see. <clears throat> the, the biggest takeaway I think I had outside of, like, this dude is a fucking nut. Because in, in the Hulu one, he actually agreed to be interviewed. Really? They paid him a shit ton is what I Did heard. That. And, like, he's he's a nut job. No, like it the the thing that stuck out to me was there was a part of the documentary that they they had him sat down and they were like do you think that you're a pathological liar? <laughs> no. And he he literally <laughs> gotcha. He literally was like 
He was like, you tell me one thing that I've said that isn't true, like, blah, blah, blah. I've never, like, lied about any of this stuff. Like, yeah, I've made mistakes, like, all this, but I've never lied about any. And then they just flash all of these things that he said in the documentary mm-hmm. and then refuted them with actual things that ended up happening huh. and literally just showed that he just doesn't know when he's lying. Yeah, he's he's pathological, man. He's But what... The craziest it's thing like in insane. <laughs> that that shit was like Crazy. the most savage shit. That the, the craziest shit to me <laughs> that um, outside of him, yeah, was what are you guys laughing about? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, I think I know you. <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> um, was just buy more whoppers. <laughs> how. We are so influenced by image and social media, bro. Mm, yeah. Like they even in the Netflix one at the end, they kind of talked, they were talking about that point a little bit mm-hmm. and how there's a, there's this business in Russia or something, just some little business where they have a private jet that never leaves the ground and they have people come pay to take photos on it. Yeah. <laughs> And it's a thriving business. I'm sure. It's like you uh, fucking losers, dude. <laughs> no, for real. No, that shit makes bro. Yeah, that yeah, shit makes me so challenge. mad. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, why are why are we like that, dude? I don't know. I hate that celebrity shit. worship, man. Because, bro, I'll I'll, I'll give in just gram. like the next person. Like, I'm I'm not immune to this shit. Like, if I'm going on some cool vacation, like, there's a part of me that that is yeah. Like, I'll get some cool photos and mm-hmm. shit. Like, in, yeah. like it's it's the world we live in. But there are fucking extents to this shit, bro. There's levels bro, to this sickness. It's a yeah. drug. It's a drug. Yeah. Like getting attention yeah. is a drug. Yeah. Like, Especially when you haven't gotten it. Then you're like, oh, damn. All I got to do is just post up like this. Oh and people God. are like, damn, yeah. you got it, huh? Yeah. It's like, hey. And, and that's why they displayed, too. Like there were a lot of main, there were a lot of media and mainstream media and people in general that like had a lot of fun making fun of this situation when it oh, happened. Hell yeah. Like look at all these fucking millennials just being dumbasses and, and getting taken. And they it. weren't wrong. Like right. that's yeah. the crazy thing. I remember like, reading dude. about this when it happened. It, the there was a report that came out right after it that was saying all this stuff. Yeah. And gave the whole story about it. And I read about it on Twitter and I was like, What? These yeah, people bro, are it's just mind boggling. They're like they'd have these people pay an absurd amount of money to go to this festival and then and I'm then when sure. they needed more money, bro, they had okay, so at this festival, we're gonna like R we're gonna have like RFID uh wristbands or whatever that you load money on and that's how you pay for shit. And in the email it was like, you know, um you're gonna need at least like three grand to do what most people wanna do, but we recommend much more. Right. And these people just go load like I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but I'm Pretty sure that in the documentary they said there were people that loaded like up to eight hundred thousand yeah. dollars on these things, yeah. and the only reason they existed is because Billy was like, "We need more money," right? And then they just sent out this email, and these dumbasses just gave them more right. money. Yo. And and to their like in the documentary they were saying, it's not uncommon for these festivals to like have these type of bands to pay for things. Yeah. So everybody thought it was legit, mm-hmm. but the the wording of the email, that was like a little bit weird. Well, the whole thing of like $3,000, but we recommend much more. Right. But we like, recommend what? like, yeah, they were saying much, much more. more. What's the yeah. amount? Yeah. No festival words, anything like that. Nah. Like, here's a band, put your money on it. Like, yeah. That's pretty much it. I'll say this. I blame the 
festival goers a lot less than these motherfuckers that are just being scammed. Oh, oh yeah, of course. For sure. you know, uh, yo, of course. it kind of goes back, and we're not going to get deep anymore. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Last week, we're talking about when people are good at fucking you, and I don't mean in the sack. <laughs> I mean screwing you over in deals, <laughs> taking advantage of you. <laughs> God, all those ways There's are just no good horrible. way to go. Know, with that that one, I guess. That's probably why it's all tied to sexual assault because they're all bad shit. When people are good at scamming, you're fucked. Yeah, and that's why I mean I don't want. I know I'm using strong language like these fucking dumbasses, like whatever. Do. Yeah, but and but I I agree with you, Dags. I've, of course, this shit these people are doing are well, is criminal, and mm. I and I like I feel I do feel bad for these people to an extent. Definitely, but there is also the yo, aspect of yo, be smart out here. Like you said, they were getting these models and shit to advertise it on their instagrams and shit but weren't they also wasn't the big draw that like this was an exclusive thing where you were gonna get to chill or like be around these people it definitely made it seem like that you know what i'm saying so that was another draw why people were like oh like we finally get to meet all these people and all this dumb shit there was a i was just gonna say the marketing strategy to like get everyone hyped was actually a really good like they got all these influencers at the same time on one day they all just posted an orange tile on instagram and when you got all these fucking big influencers posting this shit it immediately goes by and everyone follows to the website where they got their promotion and, and that just that goes back to the lack of responsibility on social media though is you have all these influencers that are like yeah this thing's legit and everything like that but in you know reality I mean? it's just like no one knew if this was actually a real thing there was no yeah. proof at the time when that's right. what's no one had been is. paid mm-hmm. no one had been done like there was no money that ex- got exchanged mm-hmm. yeah well Dude. one of the guys that figured out my bad I keep no, you you <laughs> one of the guys that fi- like kind of caught on and what it sounds like the earliest that this was a fraud was this guy who was like yeah i i saw the artist that they supposedly booked and this shit looked weird and i reached out to these artist agents who i've worked with before and said what's going on with this like have have you been paid no, interesting you ask. We haven't been paid, and this looks weird to us, too. And the amount we are offered is, like, double what we normally get paid at our gigs. Mm-hmm. So right away, this guy was like, yeah, what the fuck big red that? flag. And yeah, he right. said he tried to start, like, some Twitter account that didn't gain any traction and blah, blah, blah. But he was like, I knew this shit was bullshit for a while. Yeah, dude. See a fool. That's that shit. Play a fool. Man. For real. Exactly. They're called influencers. That's their job title. Right. To influence the people. Dog, I'm glad you said that. Because on the Hulu one, they asked, they sat some of these influencers down. And these these people kept talking about their brand. Mm -hmm. And they asked the question, like, what is your brand? Like, how would you describe your brand? And all they really say is, like, you know, like, positivity and, like, um, health. Yeah, that's Instagram, dog. Yeah, it's like... Bro, yo, they those kind are of great like low key clown these like yeah. influencers yeah. without actually like coming yeah. out and yeah. saying. I wanted, it. I wanted to watch it. I just haven't got yeah. around to it yet. But and it's like shit. I'll, I'll be willing to say, I'm sure they can chop that up however they want. Like right. maybe yeah, they also, in addition, gave some decent right. answers. But I can see that. I can, no, because I, that's I what I see, see on a more. daily basis yeah. on Instagram. Is it's just this you can, fucking facade. Dude. You can put the pu- puzzle pieces together like. That's exactly what yeah. these people are. Mm-hmm. And like, it's it's yeah. so tough, man, because I'm like 
I'm down with business. Like get your money. Like if that's what's selling and these people are able to make a living on Instagram based off promoting this and they're no, promoting yeah. positivity so, and health, whatever do you, you're not doing yeah. any harm except you kind of are in this situation, but <laughs> people have to take personal responsibility too. Like, do you put all your trust in what this fucking social media influencer exactly. is saying? That's, right. that's more what it is to me because I'm not trying to be an influencer for one thing necessarily, but like I post workout videos on my Instagram all the time, but that's because I like fucking doing that shit. You know, I feel like there's a large number of the health and fitness industry on Instagram in particular that is posting workout videos and then they're like smoking cigarettes right after mm. and like, you know, doing all that shit. And it's just like, that's fine. But stop trying to fool people into thinking that you're an influence. Well, bro, and that's why reputations <clears throat> are so important is because whether it's any type of public figure, yeah, you you continuously, every day you are establishing a reputation whether you think about it or not. And so when it comes time to advertise something, promote something, mm -hmm. ask for something, any right. of that, What's your reputation to that point? Yeah. Have you screwed people over before? Have you done any, like, have you done some shady shit before? Like, all this type of shit. Mm -hmm. And that's why reputation is important. Right. Like you said, not to get back into it, but that's why we protected our reputation last week. Like, the more you are known for whack shit or whatever, the less people would trust you. Right. Exactly. And that's not good for you. And so that's the thing. Like, I'm sure some of these influencers were trustworthy people as far as like their reputation they had built, like Kendall Jenner was one of them, dude. Yeah. And I know they're very meticulous about yeah. the shit they do. I'm sure like they have regrets about it, whatever. But I think she, they said she got paid like 250 grand to make one post. Yeah. Yo, I just saw it. Uh, and it's not, it's not uh, uncommon. I think and, it was Amber Rose getting like two mil. Oh just, and, just Instagram. And that's, what's crazy to talk about is like, bro, I can sit here and preach all I want. If someone said, Hey, here's two mil to make this Instagram. Oh, post. I, yeah. For sure. Am I going to for sure go do my due diligence? Like, I might a little bit, but am I? But then if it's like, well, this looks like they really want to do And they did. I, I do think they really wanted to pull this off. Yeah. I don't think it was like, we're going to take everybody's money and take everyone for a ride and then skate. I think they wanted to pull it off. It was completely unfeasible, mm -hmm. but they did want to pull it off. And so if you're one right. of those early influencers, like early on, before, like you still had months to go before this shit happened. And they asked you to do this and we're going to give you $250,000 or something like it's easy for me to say no now in hindsight, seeing the documentary and all this shit at that moment. But I, but I think that's the problem though, is like, yeah. where's the responsibility? Like, where's the sense of responsibility with everybody? Yeah. Like, dude, you can't just say like, it's just social media, man. Like whatever, like people can figure it out because a lot of people can't figure it out. Yeah. You're the person they look to, to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have the access that these people do. Yeah. How are we supposed to know? There has to be some sort of, like, yeah. trust that is associated with something like this. Or what the hell are we? Well, like, not to mention, there's that's why it's, it, like, people could make fun of it with this situation. Because these, these people that were getting taken for a ride are supposedly social media savvy. Mm -hmm. Like, these influencers themselves and stuff are people that are attending this event. Right, yeah. But it goes to show you, too, like, dude, this dude got out on bail after all this shit went down, got out on bail, started scamming again. 
Well, got, yeah. got somebody got somebody else, one of his friends, to start calling and sending emails to people selling tickets for exclusive events like the Masters, the Met Gala, the Grammys, stuff that they don't sell tickets for <laughs> like that. And they got people to bite to the point of making like six figures and he got caught. Mm-hmm. And but it was like, bro, this dude is just and there's it goes to show you that there are people out there that can be taken advantage of with this shit. And that's why it's wrong, man. Bro, like every day I work in the technology industry. That's what it, the hack jobs are based yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Fishing, like, yeah. click on this. It looks almost exactly yep. like the real ad. Yep. Yeah. But when you click on it, like, I got all your information. That's yep. that's the crazy you thing know, about... It's, it happens in a number of you're ways. You're exactly right. And that's why I laugh at, like, you know, my wife. She's, like, super paranoid about, you know people breaking into the house and getting hacked and like things like that. And I'm like, you don't realize the percentage of people that get hacked are the people. It's not that people are over here fucking hard coding your computer and like trying to hard break into your shit. They're literally just like, click on this picture. Mm -hmm. Let's see if you're a dumbass. Like that's pretty much it. And, and that's easy to protect yourself against if you're us. Exactly. You might get one out of a thousand, but you're sending that shit out to one hundred exactly. million people. Exactly. You know, yeah. what I'm and, and bro, then you think about old people. Like, bro, we grew yeah. up with computers exactly. and shit like that, and, they don't and know people anybody. our age still yeah. get taken advantage yeah. of with that shit. On like, straight the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, like the God forbid phone. that shit never happens to me. I feel like you know you guys would laugh at this, but I feel like I'm relatively technologically <laughs> savvy. But bro, that shit can happen to us and yeah. our peers. Imagine. Yeah. Some adult that isn't experienced with computers think doesn't about, fucking like when, do that shit. Like AOL was first popping and shit. When those pop-ups came up, it was just like, oh shit, I can win ten grand by yeah. clicking here. Shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, you don't yeah. Know yeah. How you get it all the time. That. And that's the thing. It's it's no skin off their back. Like you said, to send that shit to a million people and maybe one yeah. bite. Exactly. Yeah. They got yeah. one then. That's, exactly. Jack that's like being and on the corner, yo. Yeah. Three for money. If you don't need it, you know, it's like if I stand out here all day and somebody gives me twenty bucks or something, it's like. Boom. Twenty it. bucks I didn't yeah. have. Yeah, I didn't have to do shit for it. Especially right. when you're talking about sending out an email. Like, okay, yeah, I just send it to another person. And, they, right. and, like and the text. people that do this shit are so smart. Right. Yeah. You like you said, that guy got right out and got people to instantly start buying yeah. back into this dumbass yeah. shit. Mm. And it's the same. These tech people are even better than this dude is. They can yep. have all this shit figured out so they hit one button and it goes to everyone Yo, at gas stations and shit you know yeah, they, the uh, credit card scammer, and like, or getting mm-hmm. to listen Scanners to bro there's some people that are just master manipulators too man and that's yeah. what it, it's weird because put your energy towards something else I, and you could also exactly bro like <laughs> you're you are a talented salesman and shit right. like that yeah. like if you did it in the right way but it, it's easier it's fast it's faster it's like it's, it's faster. just yeah there will always be as long as they are people to be manipulated which yeah. that is forever going to be the case yeah. there will always be people to manipulate hell yeah, yeah. i know it is, it is sad it's though, a doggy dog dude, you world, could hear man. in these documentaries people talking him up like yeah he could convince you to do anything and blah 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 and it's like i believe it and it's too bad that this dude doesn't use that fucking talent yeah. for something good and yeah. it's he just uses he it probably to really people. could set something up like that yeah By but it probably wouldn't get him a yacht pro- overnight right you know exactly get, He'd have Jay- to wait on it. He can't. Jay Z, he yeah. knows better. But. He can't just let it go. It's it's too tough being responsible. Like that's the thing. Like people can make these promises and everything like that, but when it comes to following through, that's the tough part. Mm-hmm. So it's you be you become the most popular person in the world is all you if all you have to do is make promises. Yeah. yeah. 
But a bunch if of you don't follow through, then what are you? Well, You're just thing. a liar. We, we could go present. like we could be. You don't have to be an amazing salesman to go sell fake tickets to the Met right. Gala. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah. We, I could, we could walk out the door salesman. today and be like, pretend we have four tickets to the Masters. I bet we could sell those things. Well, anybody who walks <laughs> in like any tickets. business, they're like, that's why no soliciting signs are everywhere. Yeah. Because. People are paid to convince you to purchase their shit, yeah. whether it works or not. Right. It just reminded me of the first time I found out what soliciting meant. I had to go door to door like as a little kid to sell these little, like, I think they were Little Caesars pizza kits or something like Yo, that. Those frozen and I was right. a little kid just walking yeah, around the neighborhood terrible. doing that shit, and somebody had a no soliciting sign on the door, and I didn't know what it meant, and I knocked, and they just fucking bitched me out. <laughs> I was a little kid, man. They didn't give a fuck. No <laughs> soliciting. Okay, but do you want to buy this pizza? <laughs> That's hilarious. Yo, they did you a favor. Look at you. But you know what? I learned through experience. Exactly. You know? Fuck me. They taught you. Yeah. I, I know what soliciting means now. Yeah. Exactly. Words are important. Yeah. Read the email. Fuck. Well, for those that don't know, we've been in here for about six hours now. <laughs> <laughs> so like it might warm. be about might be it's about been time. It's better than the bus trip. Shit. Oh my God, man. Hate to keep going back to it, but Jared. Had his glove on. He stuck his hand through the space in the door. That was that open. It yeah. was that open. His hand with the glove on. Yeah, with was, the glove on. It was. What? It was free. Is it broke? It doesn't just. It, it doesn't just doesn't shut all the way. All it the doesn't way. seal. Yeah. And, and when it's negative seventeen and you're going yeah. sixty miles an hour, we literally had That's no heat. Terrible sweatshirt, winter coat, beanie, hoodie, blanket, and we're still freezing our dicks. Our off. toes. Yeah. That was the worst. Yeah. Yeah. When okay. your feet is cold, it's over. Yeah. But we got through it, man. Yeah. First world all. problems. Straight up. That's a fact. Made um. How, so how, how long has this podcast been since we've been in this room for so long? It's so hard to tell. I want to bet like an hour and a half, probably. Hour and a half? My ass. That's what I would think. What? You guys got, what do, what do you think it is? I longer believe, or I, say, I say longer. Well, we've been in here for a while. No, no, no. We've I been, that's what I, I'm talking about I the total. No, 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 yeah. no, no. The total length of the oh, podcast. Oh, really? You don't think it? Oh, so you think it's been a lot shorter? No. I like think the, the podcast episode? is an hour and a half. Yeah. We've been in here you a while. You guys got any more, you guys <laughs> got any more topics you want to get to before we call it a... I got a topic. Call it a night. What? Yo, why? Any, any topics you guys? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know why you insist on using iPhone things in our group text message when one of us is an Android user. That's real. <laughs> That's all right. Is that, that, that what that was? Yeah. What? When I sent that emoji and you were like something about an Android user? No. No, no, no. It's when you, when you like like hold down and, and click like or uh, like ha oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it like, sends to everybody else liked and then in quotations like blah, blah, blah because the Android doesn't have that feature. Wait, what does it send? It, it says, says like Packy liked, liked and then it has in quotations whatever it was. Oh, said. the whole message? Yeah. yeah. Nice. I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. That, that shit is wild. I will never <laughs> be team so iPhone ever. I don't give a fuck. Why? Because it's just bougie, man. I don't like that shit. Why? It started on Twitter. Hashtag team iPhone. Oh. Is uh, there any calls? Or are we oh, that's true. You were tweeting out for people. Yeah, to we, got, we got a couple voicemails if that's what we want to do. Any good ones? More than three? Uh, we like, got a couple good ones. Hey, maybe two good what's ones. What's your uh, favorite day to take a walk around the bar? <laughs> <laughs> that would be Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Here's the first one. AQ hey, Dags, uh, 
Both Next. Me and Patty, uh, hey. from Rockford, what uh, up? Illinois. Same and thing. Uh, this is kind of a two-part question, or not two-part, but two separate questions. We got the time. Uh, first question is, would should we expect uh, any features of Q or Diggs um, in any songs this year? Mm-hmm. And my other question is, have you ever done, uh, or has Katie, uh, your guys' sister, or Glow? Have you ever done it? Ever. Stop. Uh, <laughs> made any music with you guys um, featured or have you ever considered including them in any of your songs I'll tell you um, this I think that'd be pretty cool it's not done but uh yeah keep up the podcast keep up the work I like the new setup uh I found it those two hours went super fast last week yeah, and uh that's what she says I, li- I like the <laughs> as I said I like oh, you man. guys the way that you're doing it and I like that you guys are thinking out for us so hell yeah thanks again for all you guys do love it and uh have a good week. Great call. Love when we're dude, doing good shit. I'll tell you this. I'll never get on a song if Packy ever has Katie or Gloria on a song. <laughs> <laughs> you and Real. I alone. Trust me. <laughs> I am here with you. Trust me, Katie's asked. Yo, yeah, I know. she should be on a song. No. And every time I say, I don't think so. <laughs> every time I say, that's Will <laughs> What up, Katie? That's the shorty. Katie says she wanna, wants to get on a track, and I say, Where's the kid? Where's the kid you sleep on my couch? <laughs> um, yeah, hell yeah, man. What? You might, I mean, you you could hear you could hear Katie or going to skit. You'll never hear him on a record. Nah, I ain't talking about them. I'm talking about us, man. Hell yeah, man. Forget them. We gonna be in here. Yeah. We actually were just talking the other week about some music shit. Mm, can't tell what we was talking about, but we was talking about some music shit. Mm. Talking about that new future. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the rubber. <laughs> quickly, quickly, what do you think about Future's new shit? Fire. I didn't even listen to Dags it. Dags is a Future fan. Yeah. So you're not a fan yet? Oh! <laughs> Actually, it took me a while to figure that out. It took me some time in the future to figure that out. Damn, I'm on a roll. <laughs> Next voicemail. <laughs> Shit's getting loopy in here. It's Alexander from Whoa. Birmingham, Alabama. Hey, most, most loyal caller. My question is, what is one thing that you guys would wish you would have done or one thing you wish you wouldn't have done in college? Uh, for me, one thing that I wish I did was take more online classes because I'm taking all online classes right now. And it's the shit. Uh, it's all great. I don't have to waste a good portion of my day just going to class uh, for like an hour when, you know, I could push it all to a certain day where I'm not working and get all that done or, all right. you know, get ahead in class. I He's not done. You. I feel you. He's not done. Yeah. Anyway, uh, keep up the podcast loving it and see you guys later yo alexander my middle name hey what up thanks alexander what's popping you know nice. alexander Birmingham, where my mom Dad, you from. What up? Off your yeah. chest? i'm not a great student yo i agree <laughs> at all i'm not a great student <laughs> i'm not a great student <laughs> so online classes Next for me question. i have i don't think i've ever passed an online class ever it's, it's definitely like personal if so you are fucking hard for me for yo, certain classes that's just 
tough. It's super I'm hard. Like, if for I'm like the crib, math or something, it's impossible for one for me. I, I would never take a math class because you need to actually be taught. Yeah, but for two. I'd rather go sit no. in a room for an hour and listen to somebody just talk about this and I'm just there and I'm paying attention and they're teaching me what I need to learn. And then once I'm out of there, it's like, whatever. Yeah. I'd rather not have to, it's really hard for me to sit there and be like, I have to make myself study this shit. Tell me if this is a good parallel. Having a personal trainer as opposed to just going to the gym. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. totally like when you have an hour set aside to go train with somebody else. That's gonna show show you the ropes and tell maybe, you what to do yeah. and hold maybe you accountable. Maybe like watching a video compared to like actually having a trainer there with like, you, yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I agree. I I feel that. And, so what and about regret though? His, yeah, his see his whole question is definitely very like personal. Mm-hmm. It's not like a you can't give a blanket no, statement that's good Absolutely. for everyone because honestly, and I would I would never like. I'm not making this a suggestion to other people, but my biggest regret at this point mm-hmm. is probably going to at least a university, if not college, period, for me. Because Dude, bro, I was I'm, literally just going to say my biggest regret is probably so far not graduating college. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's and that's the thing. And so mine is. Opposite, yeah. But right now, like yeah. because I've been doing music ever since I left, and it's right. like if I would have put that money in that time yeah. into the music, into my music, yeah. who knows how much further along I'd be. Right. But at the same time, if this shit all falls apart, like I'll probably be happy I got my degree. Yeah. Sure. But I'm very, and we've talked about this on a previous podcast. I am very like anti regret four year university. Do all the fucking classes, get all the extra. Like we need to be pushing kids way more toward like vocations and fucking like specialties this is what you're good at and this is what you want to do learn everything about that shit not at the most expensive school you possibly can Mm -hmm. and fucking go work and get experience and get good at it i feel like we're burning kids out at universities i I cannot explain the fact that i paid good money too much i i I wanted to i wanted to be in business Mm -hmm. and i paid good money to take a class on insects because i had to Right. That's Bullshit. fucking dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I hate that shit. That part of school is the worst. And I hustle, 100% bro. agree the direction of apprenticeships and things like that are super they need dope. To, yeah. yeah, they need to be more I've common. I've done those things, and I feel I have a personal trainer certification. I have a nutrition certification. I have a music certification. I have Pro Tools certifications. I have certifications in a whole bunch of shit. And I feel like... First of all, I was always excited about going to do all those things because I like all those things and I'm interested in all those things. Also, college doesn't necessarily offer specific things like that. And so getting to go and learn about something that you actually want to learn about versus taking a class on insects is... Right. It's like career center in high school. Yeah. Yeah. We Dags and I went to uh, Weberville for our career center. And there was like seven people in the class. Mm-hmm. Went for agri-science. I only went because Dag wanted to go. And I was like, shit, let's do it. That's you what happens what with a lot of kids, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they they have a direction for people that are interested in that field. Yeah. It's right. like, come here. We can expand your knowledge in this field. Yeah. You know, Not some other thing. bullshit. So half exactly. the day we were going and learning about agri-science versus spending half our day going to volleyball. Volleyball, Which was dope. Or whatever the fuck. Shout out. Well, and that's Hazlite. part of the problem. <laughs> that was the first half of my day. <laughs> that's part of the problem with these universities, too, is like, okay, instead of a class on insects, 
I probably could have taken something that loosely got me some knowledge in the area I was interested in. Yeah. Like not directly, but loosely more than insects. More than insects. But you know what? It would have been a lot harder of a class. I wouldn't have got as good a grade, and that would have affected my GPA in a negative yeah. way. And then, so you're weighing: Do I take the easy class that isn't doesn't relate to my shit at all, so I can get my grade point up, which is yeah. good, right? Or do I take the one that relates but is harder, takes more time, and I might not get as good a GPA as a result of it? You got to weigh that out. And a lot of times, you're going to weigh out getting the better GPA because that looks better too. Yeah. Right. It's, it's just, and I guess to split the difference. Like not to go all because I'm with you. I'm with the apprenticeships, all that shit. Like figure out what you want and then mm -hmm. go get that shit. You that's what like grade school and high school is for, dude. Is all the other that's base what knowledge. I, yeah. Like to, once to you, figure out what you want to do. Yeah, and yeah. to get that just general knowledge that like you want every person to have, like be able to fucking do basic math and be able to know basic history and mm -hmm. blah blah blah. Then college to me is for the what, what do you want to do with your life? Right. And so to find that happy medium, at least for people, because I was one of these people when I graduated high school, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. If you don't have a scholarship, don't jump into university. Don't jump into expensive no. university. Go to community college for a couple years. Take the ship for cheaper. That's, I, and then right. if you want to get past people like talking like LCC last chance college, you no, know bro, you it's good. It's not like, bro, it's good. Like, get past dude, I went to LCC forever. I, dude, I wish I would have done that. that LCC. I'm within like two classes of finishing my associates at LCC. Mm. And bro, if you wanted them I mean transfer to, to a university exactly. for your last two and get 100%. your degree, right. get your bachelor's degree from like a bigger university, okay. Fine. Like mm -hmm. you split the difference. Yeah. That's cool. Do your thing. But just I want kids to be because I wasn't. I want kids to be more more aware of what all this shit really is and what yeah. it means in the grand scheme of things. Agreed. Well, and that's that's what I did. I went to LCC and then I got my bachelor's somewhere else. And honestly, I'm so lucky that I did that just because, dude, when when you go to a college like LCC for your first two years and you are in my position where I knew exactly what the hell I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I'm good with computers. That's what I want to do. Right. And so I knew exactly what I wanted to do. So I was able to take the classes that were necessary right away mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. do that. And because of that fact, I had more people wanting to hire me in for an internship so that I was getting that experience at the same time. Mm. Be and that was all just because I wasn't taking some bullshit, like prereq, mm -hmm. like, whatever shit that had nothing to do with the computer shit that I wanted to get into. Mm -hmm. So the difference between me going to LCC and me going to a university was I was taking those classes right away right. instead of waiting for my junior and senior year yeah. and then doing those internships. And I think to me, that's you know, a fucking ripoff. Like, what am I doing at that point? Yeah. You, you know, it's pace. so Dude, for real. big for me on going to a community college or a small college in general. It was in many people will say this, but just having the resources and the teachers to be able to spend more time with you. Yeah. yeah it's not because, 500 people. Yeah, the like I said, I'm a, I'm not people. a good student and I'm not the type that's going to get up in front of 300 other students and be like, I don't understand this shit. I'll, right. I'd be like, I'll Google it and try and figure it out right. on my own. Whereas in, at LCC, I would stay after class and I would, hang out with teachers and just like try and absorb mm -hmm. what this actually meant. And I didn't do that until I was older. When I first tried to go to college, I wouldn't do that at all. I was just right. trying to get yeah. out of there. And when I went back, it was super valuable for me to be able to do that. And, uh, I had teachers that I just 
gained relationships with and they were would say whenever you need a a reference for your resume or whatever, yep. call me. They're super, this is, super. They're helpful. like more yeah. than willing to help yeah. you. And like we started succeed. this shit out with, it's a personal thing because as much as we we say all this shit. Oh, yeah. Like I went to Michigan State all, all four years, five years really. Mm. And <clears throat> Michigan State has way more to offer than Lansing Community College. Mm. Yeah. Like if you indulge in everything they have to offer if you and take advantage the, of all that shit. Oh, yeah. bro, like there's yeah. so much. And so for the for that person that's going to take advantage of all that shit, right. consider that. Hell yeah. I wasn't that person. Yeah. I was the person that went to class, sat in the back of class, yeah. really good student, but didn't take advantage of all the extracurricular. Mm -hmm. But because I was a really good student all through school, I thought I can't go to the community college. I'm a good student. Mm -hmm. I got to go to the university with all my other good right. student friends. Right. That's not what it is. No. no. And no, that's no. what I want kids to not think of it as because that's what I thought of it as. And that yeah. was wrong. And also, too, you mentioned like your GPA and everything like that. Dude, for most jobs, most, I'm not talking all, like doctors doesn't relate. Like right. all that, the high scale like jobs doesn't right. relate. Right. Most jobs, your GPA, as long as you have that sheet of paper exactly. that says you have a bachelor's degree or a master's or whatever the hell you have. No one nine. gives a fuck yeah. about your GPA. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. That was the most eye-opening thing to me when I went to jobs. And even now, I'm interviewing people at my other job for other jobs in the company. Mm. We never ask about your GPA. To yeah. me, the biggest thing that like schooling and having a bachelor's degree and all that shows is that you can complete a big task. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. You know what I mean? And that's other it. than that, like experience is way more valuable than hell yeah. than any type of 100%. schooling. Like if someone has proven that they can do this job, mm -hmm. that's way more valuable than someone handing me a piece of paper that says I have a bachelor's degree. I agree. Exactly. And at the same time though, when people say I had a, uh, whatever you want to call it, like a critique of an internship that I did. And they were like, well, to be honest, I would hire you or I would hire a person with their degree over you, even though I have all these different certifications, because whatever, basically what you were saying, like it proves commitment and this mm. thing. And while that's true, and I didn't have any more experience than them, you have to get experience somewhere, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? So that's the only thing that pisses me off about. It's harder to jobs. gain experience without the, How the fuck yeah. piece of paper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So right. that's good. It's good to have in terms of that. And you will get more looks for jobs because of that. But that doesn't mean you're not no. more right. qualified. And no. I guess that comes down to just, yeah. you just got to grind a little bit. And that's harder. why it's a couple different conversations we're exactly. having. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, it is, no one's making the argument that, to, that in today's world, it's not valuable to have your bachelor's degree no. and all that. No, and a right. good thing to go, go get these things. It yeah. is. It's a good mm -hmm. thing. Right. Another conversation to me, even though I'll say all that, is I don't think it should necessarily be that way. I, I agree. But right. it is. And right. so it is. you have to personally weigh out all these decisions. And it's just make sure you make sure you know all these things and try to get a grab. And if you don't, don't jump into the most expensive way to figure them out. Right. That's exactly. the That's, biggest thing to me. It's easy when, when you're around here, a, a city like Lansing, when there's one big... There's MSU. Yeah. That's it's right in our backyard. MSU or LCC. Those are your options. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, I'm not trying to go to U of M per se because A, it's more expensive. B, it's further away. C, that's the fucking rival team. You mm -hmm. know, it's like this shit's here. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? But to the <clears throat> to the regret point, I don't I'm not like one for like regret. You know what I mean? I truly believe everything happens for a reason. Everything is meant to be how it is. Even when you go you have to go through shit to get to shit. But one of my biggest regrets I would say is during those college times when you're like figuring shit out, going to class or not going to class, yo, I wish I would have uh been more committed to what I wanted to do. You know what I I'm agree. saying? Yeah. I was trying to, I was, my time was too split up into what I thought I was supposed to do versus like what I wanted to like do, like wanted to do yeah. and saw myself doing, doing type yeah. thing. You know, you get caught up and or when you see some like success, like when we were doing the local thing, it was so dope. Plus, because you go to class and it's like, damn, I just did a show last night and got paid and <laughs> you were probably there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the teacher's talking about the show type shit. Yeah. You get full you know what i'm saying yeah. and then when you're full you aren't hungry obviously right. and you don't do what all the shit that got you to that point point. Right. Well, and that could be equated to anything really right. and that's a good point too though as far as like the whole no regrets thing but you you can still learn and pass knowledge on but it doesn't mean you necessarily have to be like i should have done this because bro you could you could probably make a decent argument as far as like at least for mo and i yeah if i would have done shit differently who knows whether what would have happened with any of this music shit. Right. Yeah. Like maybe a lot of this shit fell into place because of decisions we made along these lines. And now look, right. and yeah, then it's easy to say, well, now that I know I'm doing this music shit, I wish I wouldn't have done this other shit. Right. But who the, f- I never fucking thought I'd be doing this music shit. So I can't make decisions based off that. Like it was never even in the cards for me to be right. like, no, I'm not going to go to college. I'm going to spend my money to become a fucking rapper. Right. That was never, never an option. <laughs> yeah. Never a thought. Now, in hindsight, it's like, pfft, I, I wish, wish I would have done that exactly. shit. Right. That yeah. makes sense. And that's why I just, over anything, I just preach, figure out what you want. Right. And get it, man. And if you don't know, don't do the most expensive thing to figure or it out. Or the most popular thing, right. period. Yeah, it's you, like, yeah, you got to know yourself. Yeah, like, absolutely. Don't, don't do what everybody else is doing. Like, you're, literally sit down you're and try to figure it out. to go to school, kindergarten through high school, through 12th grade. Then you graduate. Then you go to college. Then you get married. That's what's Then you have children. School is all you know. Then you work until you're 62. Then you retire. Yeah, right. That's what you're like brought up. Yeah, right. Believing that's what you're supposed to do. Right. And I think a lot of people, when it doesn't work out like that, when it's like, I'm supposed to do this mm-hmm. and it's not happening, a lot of people get discouraged. Right. Bro, that's For why. Sure. I, so I went. I went four years to MSU. I got my bachelor's degree, mm-hmm. and the music shit was popping. And Mo still had like another year before you graduated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this music shit is on the verge. Mm-hmm. Or I have my bachelor's degree. I graduated. I can go get a good job. Mm-hmm. And, but we were in this limbo. And instead, which I wish I would have done now is just take a year off. Mm-hmm. Go work, you know, make some money. Take it, but take a year off. School was all I knew, mm-hmm. and I was good at school. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna add to my schooling, and I got a specialization to put on my fucking resume, or whatever." Right. And I went to school, paid for an extra year of school mm-hmm. at a university. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I'm like, "Man, the only reason you did that is to buy time, mm-hmm. and you bought time in the only way you knew, which was going to school." 
by buying time. You literally yeah, bought Yeah, I literally time. bought time. And then you I bought ended the up, most expensive yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. And that's why <laughs> I know I, I can only speak from my experience. And mm -hmm. that's why I say the things I'm saying. Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. right. Like, there's probably some people listening like, yeah, I already knew that, dumbass. Why'd you do that? And that's true. Right. Like, but that was me. And I, I know think a lot of young people don't know that, though, because you everybody, everybody goes to school for how many years until end of high school? Yeah. Like everybody does that yeah. Yeah. or most people. And do. that's you the thing. To. It's like, and you have law. to. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and that's that, the thing. Everybody. That's all they know. I know. Right. That's why it I hate doesn't the, matter whether you're good or bad of anything, school. though, because it's like, on the other hand, I don't like when people just like glorify not going to college because mm -hmm. it's like. It doesn't, I'm not saying that's the way. Right. I'm right. saying figure out what's good for you. For sure. Exactly. Well, well that's, that's what people don't do is every single thing is individual. Yes. Everything. Right. Yes. Everything, man. Even like eating a piece of pizza. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Something like pepperoni gives me heartburn. Why don't you just eat it? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just random shit. Everything is different for yeah. everyone. But we try like as humans to just generalize. It's easier. Yeah. yeah. To just and kinda, sometimes you have to as far yeah. as like government and like what you have to do things for the general public like yeah. and figure out what's good for most people it's just but yeah i agree with you and in it from from personal decision standpoint you don't have to do that and like you said when you're used to something like school is all you knew because that's all we're taught yeah you go to school yeah and yeah. then you get out of school then you go to school right. then you get out of school then you finish and someone that was life. good at school it's like yeah it's all you know and it's not like the worst thing in the world to fucking do it because mm -hmm. i know some people are probably like like you said, you fucking weren't good at school or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you probably, if you were in my position, like you can't imagine fucking being like, oh, I'm, I graduated. I'm going to go another year. Like right. that's no. wild to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no. That's shows that everybody's different. Yeah. Well, I, I saw, I saw a clip come by my timeline that explained it perfectly as far as like, instead of teaching our kids to go to college, why aren't we after high school being like, okay, sit down with yourself. Like you've learned enough, like since graduating mm -hmm. high school. You should be able to think critically about yourself enough to be able to answer whether or not you are a person that didn't like school didn't really jive with you. You are good at selling things. Mm -hmm. You are very outgoing. You, you know, all this shit. You're probably somebody that would really benefit from starting a business, being an entrepreneur type of that, that type of stuff. Right. Or there's nothing wrong with you can be like, the fifth or sixth man at a at a company build yourself up and everything like that it, is that what you're most comfortable with because you don't like to make those connections but you're really good at narrowing down on tasks and things yeah. like that those are easy questions for you to actually answer about yourself mm -hmm. so one of those answers results in you going to college right one of those does not right mm -hmm. choose one mm -hmm. and then go with it and then you can always pivot like halfway down the yeah. road if you're like Oh shit, like I actually made the wrong choice. Like, let me go to college. Mm -hmm. Or I made the wrong choice. Let me not go to college. You yeah. don't have to dive into college or not no. dive into yeah. college. Like that's the most there's not a thing. That's the most important thing to remember to me is that you no one knows exactly what they want. Very okay. Very few people just go to college for four years, they're done, they get the job that they wanted. Everything works out and they work there forever. Somewhere you're going to have to pivot, just like you said. Right. Like you might go to college for two years, realize that that's not the major you wanted and continue to go to college for something else. Yeah. You might 
go to college for two years and realize that you don't want to go to college at all. Right. You might go to college and then get a job and then realize that that job is not what you want. It's fine that things aren't going to just work out yeah. for your entire life. Like and nothing. that's what makes me so. It doesn't like, have to be permanent. Bugs me about people that are just like, oh, my job sucks and like my life sucks right. and this and that. It's like, you don't have to do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's a, it's a choice and that's, but that's why I get a little bit irritated is just like when we tell kids it's college and that's it. Like, no, like actually give these kids a chance as far as like getting them off on the right Especially foot. Especially with mm -hmm. what our college is today, bro. College yeah, means yeah. get this piece of paper for fucking insane of amounts of debt. Right. Like let's like, actually start people out on a level that's way ahead of everybody else that thought that they bro, had the, the, to do the university route or had to do mm -hmm. like and just go into insane amounts of debt the and everything debt that like people that that's are, and we've talked about it before yeah. but it's like dude kids kids doing this shit are just and crippled grown bro. Ass, how many grown nuts. ass people do you know that are still paying oh the college bro itself? i know i like know 50 and, years ago and yeah. i feel for him because i'm not on the side of like like I'm on the personal responsibility side of like, bro, you, you took money out, right. you got to fucking pay it back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I feel for you because I was with you as far as like I thought. I just this is what I was supposed to do, and I had to mm -hmm. do. And it sucks, man. Like it's it's a shitty situation, and the only thing I think we can do is just be more educated about it. And mm -hmm. and that's why I think it's valuable to like. None of us did shit perfectly. None of us like had, like had the best grasp on it or whatever. But no. I think the best thing you can do to people, the generation behind you, is share what you learned from your experience yeah. and let them make their decisions based off of it. Right. And I you know what? Sorry. Go. No, you good? No, no. Okay. Nah, nah, nah. Fucking go. Nah, nah. I think uh, something that I learned throughout college, and that I honestly think it was the biggest thing that I've taken away in my adult life is that. And I was not like this, but I have become not afraid to talk to people about anything. As far as this person works in this industry, and I'm curious about this industry, hit them up and ask about yeah. it. Mm -hmm. Ask them questions. Even if you're not, if you weren't friends with them in high school, but you went to high school together, even if they're your parents' friend, whatever, just ask them. Just see yeah. what it's about. Your teacher, you don't understand something, get with them and talk to them about it. Mm -hmm. You missed a test and you fucked up and you did something, you know, you didn't turn something in or whatever. Just talk to them. Just see what's out there. Just right. confront things. That's been huge for me because, like I said, I'm not that type of person in general. And I became that way. And that's the only way that I've learned the things that I have. And your parents will tell you when you're young, like there's no dumb questions, but you don't feel like that mm -hmm. right? when you're young. Right. Well, you, you, and you, there's not. You start to realize when you do what you're saying to do that people out there are not, I don't know how to say this. People aren't as smart as you think they are. Exactly. When you, you know what I mean? And I don't even say that. I don't even mean that in a bad way, no. but you tend to, especially as a kid mm -hmm. or in an area that you're not familiar with, you tend to just give these people all this credit like bro people might do it with with me as far as the 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 music industry or or making I do music it with you. where it's like oh well paggy's been doing this for 10 years he must just like this shit i don't even mm -hmm. fucking no like we learned everything through experience and there's still plenty of shit we don't exactly. fucking know right I, that's a i ask you questions about music stuff yeah 
and you're one of my good friends and that could be awkward i also ask another good friend who's also a personal trainer he's training me right now Chad, shut up. yeah so H-town, who? you know that's one of those things is you can learn something from everybody and it's just important to understand that and you just absorb as much information as you nah, can you don't learn everything in class close mouths don't get fed man mm, yep yeah. for real Damn, that was a fucking voicemail question. <laughs> Yo, Alexander from Birmingham. <laughs> That's lit. He's about to do the topic list next week. For real. Shout out to you, dude. Was that it on voicemails? That's it. Dang. We ain't coming up, huh? You see Melo got traded? No. Yeah. Where the fuck you get traded to? Bulls. Hmm. Bulls. Bums. It sounds like he's going to get waived and become a free agent. Yeah. Wow. That's a fucking fast fall for him. Damn. Him and Lala are working shit out though. That's good. Is it? It is good. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you asked. <laughs> <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it? I think they should split. Uh, sign power. Hmm. Warriors will probably sign him. <sighs> I mean, fuck it. That Big would minimum. low key be a good pickup yeah, for them. Yeah, because it'd just, just be like up. another dude. Yeah. That'd be fucking ridiculous. I know. He's like the seventh man on the team. Yo, Carmelo well, that's Anthony. the thing is. <laughs> Hall of Famer Carmelo any Anthony. other team, you're, at this point, you're kind of like, ah, you know, whatever. Yeah. He's not going to add a lot. But if he goes to the Warriors, he does add a lot because he's just a veteran. Shooter. Fucking ball player. That's nuts, though. I mean, that probably won't happen. I don't think so. But. Well, anything else you guys want to throw out there before we... Blow this popsicle stand. Mm. Will AB get traded? That's a weird saying. Now that I'm AB, yes, he will get traded. To the Lions? Well, he wants to go to the Niners, doesn't he? Yeah. That's Jerry Rice said, but. Didn't somebody I, mean, I, I don't want him. I don't want him to come to the Lions. Somebody I like AB as a player, but he's he seems like a diva and he obviously wants to get paid. And yeah. I just don't think it's like a need for You tell us. Matt what's what. Get your punk ass up stuff. Well, plus we just hired an offensive coordinator that just loves to run the ball. So yeah. I'm not trying Maybe. to go invest in a wide receiver. Carry on. Le'Veon. Le'Veon and carry on. A lot of ons. A lot of mm. carry ladies. Our fucking running backs. And the Lions. Oh. <laughs> if we really run the ball that much, Stat, Stat Pavford's going to be pissed. Really, yeah. if we run the ball that much, we better not get Le'Veon and get five offensive linemen that can block. For real. Yeah. That's real. Facts. And Guys, what are we talking Matt. about? We're going to go get the fucking eighth or ninth pick in the draft next year, just like, just like we always do, just like the Pistons. I think last I Tight checked, end. Pistons are like one spot out of the playoffs in their typical typical situation. Yep. Mm. Not shitty, not amazing. I think I did a podcast earlier this year about how the Pistons always do that, and mm. there they are. Yep. Andre Drummond's going oof. Is he? Kinda. He's averaging like twenty and fifteen, something crazy. At least fifteen Blake's boys. Been balling. I know that. Yo, I still don't, don't love the Blake shit. It's cool. Dude, he's, he's a our, he's a player though. Yeah, it he, makes it more exciting to watch the team. But I it's guess. not a it's and not a good long term. At least it's a dude that you can base a team around a little bit. We never have those guys. Except well, the problem is he'll be that guy for the next like three years. When we don't have the pieces around him, and then by the time we might have a few young pieces, he'll be on the downside of his career. Well, He's like running part of that is right our now. own fucking dumbass fault. Agreed. Because we can't draft. No, him. I know, I know, I agree. We take Darko over Dwayne Wade, fucking Carmelo Anthony, Luke Kennard over <laughs> Darko, Donovan Mitchell, Dags he won boy. Won the ship that year. No. Fucking bum. Luke Kennard's your boy, dude. 
I don't mind him. He's been playing all right lately, actually. Denard Robertson. Robinson? He's, <laughs> <laughs> you talking about shoelace? Who? Isn't that the Who lace? football player? Who yeah, lace? No, uh, Mr. November Heisman? Yeah, if he didn't go to stay, I don't know who you're fucking talking about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're fucking losing that. We got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> all right, that was Podcast 49, Podcast 50 coming up. I don't know if we'll have anything special for that. Yo, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Callers, if we get 50 cars, I'm giving out $50. <laughs> PayPal. I mean, Venmo, whatever you want. <laughs> Cash. <laughs> I got you. Um, yeah. All right. It's been real. We'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Wait, I got one more thing to say. Fuck you. You should have said it earlier. Rich the Kid. <laughs> wow. Rich the Kid used to sleep on my couch. All right, peace. <laughs> Who? Rich the Kid.